Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got the whole gang here. We got uh, the Greg Wilson, who murdered uh, over the weekend at the Improv. Thanks, brother. Uh, I wasn't there, but I had heard all over social media that you killed it on Facebook and Twitter. CB was there. Uh, We also have CB here. Boys and girls, best podcast in the world. How you doing? <laughs> he he waited all week. He t- did, did, did you, I love he becomes black for one sentence. No, he texted me. Oh, I ha- did you hear that? He, yo yo, it get best podcast in the world. Yo, what up, word? He texted me. I have Come something. On, dog. He texted me. I have something new for the podcast, and that was it. <laughs> he waited. Listen, I was what I did was I sacrificed a small kitten <laughs> in a in a in a pentagram that was on fire how long did we make it this and time 18 <laughs> seconds <laughs> and then satan appeared to me and he gave me that line we, and he said give it some flavor we also have with us the uh, NCAA champion which i i still am convinced is one of the hardest you can do in the world is to win a Division yeah. One championship. Unless you're a heavyweight. Then it's not as hard, but it's still hard. Uh, <laughs> and Just take a little dig at them while you're here. Yeah, those are the guys you want to piss off. Yeah. Uh, NCAA champion and Bellator fighter Bubba Jenkins is with us. What up? Yo, 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 boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> How come he sounds blacker than you? Fuck yeah. all y'all. <laughs> he, he was trying. I don't have to try for it. That's yeah. right. It's a good point. Good point. Uh, I just got back from Naples, Florida. Uh, I spent the whole week in Naples doing comedy. Yeah. I, 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 it was great. Although I was going to have the girl come with me, and then she's like, I can't take off work. I'm so happy because the hurricane was like two hours away. Oh. That hurri- but, but it was still like we got the after effects. Yeah, sort of. a lot of wind and rain. Yeah, but, but um, the shows were great. It's weird. They had a show Thursday, Friday, three shows Saturday. Three shows? And then, wow. and then Sunday. So I did a six, eight, and ten. An hour each show. It was sure. only no no feature. It was just the opener and me, or you know he was he was basically the feature in me. Right. Uh, did you like twenty off the top. He did like twenty twenty five, yeah, yeah. and then uh, I, I had a great time though. It was funny. I, it was one of those things where after each set something really funny happened, and I'm like, why did I not record that? Like uh, finally, I'm like, I'm gonna record all the sets because I brought my video camera with me. I just didn't have. I had too much. I didn't have enough space to on my computer to up to to move the stuff that's already right. on the camera. So then I went and bought a G drive, and then the G drive I forgot the core. It was like I just forgot the one Good thing. Work. Yes, but it was like one time I'm on stage and uh, some lady goes, uh, some old lady. I go, these they both had glasses. Him and her and her husband. I'm like, oh, where'd you guys meet, lens crafters? You sure. know, and then she goes, you're a dick, and I go, lady. I'm the only dick you're gonna see tonight. <laughs> so like that was that was I was so happy I said, that, that everyone went, went crazy. She was sure, laughing. She had a sure. good time. Some other lady, uh, the two lesbians were, were were there, and it was it was actually pretty funny because they usually travel in pairs. Yes, these two. And they were, <laughs> and I like asked. You rarely them, see a solo lesbian. Sometimes it doesn't happen often. Uh, but I asked them. I'm like, oh, are you guys dating? And I'm like, who's the top, bottom? And as she was leaving the show, she goes, whispers to me. I'm the top, and left. <laughs> nice. Uh, that was another funny thing. And then, uh, so one lady wouldn't stop talking. Like, just 
thought this was a, thought it was a conversation, but yeah. she was nice. But it was just like, so finally, I'm like, "Are you married?" She's like, "Oh no, I'm uh, getting divorced." I'm like, "Oh, I wonder why." And it was just, sure. just, but meanwhile, now that I, I you know, I announced I'm, I'm engaged, I had all these jokes about being engaged, and now all of a sudden, girls when I'm on stage oh. are like, "Hey, what are you doing after the show?" Or uh, like. Literally, this some chick was like, happens, bro. some That's chick right. was like, "What hotel are you are you staying at?" I'm like, "Really? Like this never happened. It was never this easy." No shit. We should have just lied about it from the beginning. I should have. You know what I should have done? I should have got one of those wedding bands that I just wore on the road mm-hmm. and just lied about being married. That's what George Costanza did, right? But then I he mean, couldn't I get it off. Should have done a full Costanza. Yeah. Just been like, I never do this. Except oh, his went this the wrong happened. way. Oh, and then one line. Oh, I d- mine would have too. And then I do this one <laughs> joke where I, I go. Uh, uh, when I was a kid, I actually wrote a, a, a suicide note. My parents found it, put it on the fridge, and uh, graded it, uh, C+. And then some lady goes, aim higher, right? And I go, is that your husband? She goes, yeah. I go, aim higher. It was, I was having good times yeah, yeah, with the crowd yeah, work. Yeah, this, yeah. This, this was fun. This was a fun week. It was a fun week. And how was your set at the, at the improv? It was fantastic, man. It was absolutely great. You know, I mean, I, I just was very comfortable. Everybody was there. You know, I, I knew... Most of the audience. That's good and bad. It is, because a lot of times it can be bad because they feel like they can talk more or be assholes or whatever, but everyone's in a great mood. Uh, the show went great. I went up there and I just, you know, I had so much new material. Everyone, everyone was, you know what I mean? It's nice if it's new for them. If they've seen all your shit already, it's not going to be that great of a show. But I had so much new material. Everybody went bonkers. It was fucking great. And then the after party was awesome. Yeah. Party balls. Fucking, you know. Sweet, sweet strew. Some sweet, sweet strew, baby. <laughs> no. Little, little sweet strew. And uh, it was great. It was a good time. The whole thing was a blast. No, sometimes I don't like it when it's a mix of new and old people because if it's half and half, because you want to show people stuff that you've done that you know is tried and true that haven't seen you, but you don't want the people that have seen you, they see it again. You know, it's right. like, sometimes it can be hard when you have to bring the whole crowd. I know exactly what you're saying and it's yeah, like yeah. it could be brutal we, ro- we had some roasted fans in the audience nice too. Like, yeah I heard, I heard you got recognized yeah so I'm I got there I thought it would take me a lot longer to get there so I left at 6 because I didn't know when they opened the doors well he was wearing a suit made of people's skin so <laughs> it was but pretty easy to know I was like one of the first to get in line and a guy behind me taps me on the shoulder he goes you're CB Gold I'm like yeah he goes oh I'm a huge fan of the roasted podcast is Adam coming I'm like, no, but it's going to be me, Greg, and Hanato will probably be here. And Hanato ended up yeah. showing up. And, Hinoch. you know, yeah, it was it was a good time. Greg, Greg murdered. Nice. I mean, we, Thanks, we had a blast, man. Yeah. So and let's then, talk. Yep. And then Hanach uh, wouldn't come to the after party. Oh, really? <laughs> He's like, I got to quit drinking, bro. <laughs> I got to quit drinking. Yeah. So he, he wouldn't come. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room, uh, Bubba's cock. Uh, no, no. <laughs> so, Bubba, Bubba Jenkins, man, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, you know, just rebounding from, you know, devastation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh, I'm I'm living life, man. My family is safe and uh, and healthy, so you know I can't complain. All right. You know, you know what though? That's you know what you're you're back here so fast. This is what people want to see. You know, I mean, when guys hide, and it's like it it doesn't help. Anything, you know. Well, what sometimes I, mean? I don't know, man. Sometimes people need their space. I, I like, agree with you know, that, but I, I what mean, what the fuck you calling me ten minutes after no. I get knocked out? <laughs> going, you want to get a sandwich? Hey, you hey, and me, go for- CB Gold, and yeah. Greg are going to go. What the fuck I, we going to talk I about? Know. He said that. He showed you know that. I said it. I asked him if he want to go get food. I'm like, why the fuck would you ask? Okay, me it's true. I didn't even get invited to food. It's true. It's true. We want to get some tea and some crumpets and talk about what the fuck just happened. Listen, there have been so many fucking crickets at that dinner. It would have been like, what the fuck are we talking about? 
Listen. Like, listen. No, 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 no. You listen. Let's go over what we were talking about, right? We're sitting down at Applebee's. Right now, we're sitting down at Applebee's. Go. I just got my plate. You right. got your plate. Now go. This is, this is let's, so let's have our Applebee's. Eight minutes after right. the fight. Ready? Right. Go. Right. Okay. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do this. Uh, but, I think I'm going to get mozzarella sticks, guys. Uh, what you, did you want the mozzarella pretty, sticks with ranch? Uh, Maybe not. Fucking, that was a pretty good right hand. That's probably what I would say. <laughs> yeah. probably what, no, listen. I knew you were not going to want to get food. All right, people listening. We were at Bubba's fight. Bubba had like just, Bubba had just lost, okay? Bubba just lost, and I felt terrible, okay? I was very depressed. I cried a little. Uh, Seabeak was crying, all right? Greg didn't know what was going on, okay? Now, <laughs> now I, I didn't know what to say, okay? So I, was, I knew you weren't going to come get food with us, okay? But I thought maybe if you want, the, here's the option. If you want to get something to eat or something. But, you know, Look, I, think about I wanted, it this way. My <laughs> cat just got stabbed. My dog just died. The girlfriend that I loved in high school, my sweetheart, who I named children with, just broke up with me the night before prom after promising me some ass. Yes. That's what it felt like. I knew, I knew it was so terrible. So what fucking appetite? What, 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 what am I going to eat? What I are we going to drink? What are we going to talk about? I just wanted to let you know. I wanted to let you know that we were, we were here for you. I'm like, uh, I wanted to okay, let you know. I, I wanted to let you know that we were here for you. Talk, like, like you said, being here after the, you know, after such a devastating loss, it's really about man, like not hiding, but it's really about the fans. You know what I mean? Like the the people who, I mean, I sold over a hundred tickets for that fight. The yeah, people man. who really, really wanted me to, you know, put on a show, whether they were in in the crowd or watching at home fucking streaming online whatever they were doing to check out the fight you know what i mean like that's that's the main reason why i even took the fight you know what i mean because there was a lot of things leading up to that fight that was just like i don't know if i should take this fight you know especially him weighing in four pounds overweight not really even trying to make the weight you know what i mean like i cp saw me like i was dying ready to you know get out there and put on a show because i was I, I had to cut my last couple pounds on the last day. You it know brings what I mean? up an so, interesting point, though. Do you blame CB? <laughs> <laughs> because I do. I know we, we absolutely both agreed 100%. it was completely his fault. The second we heard he was in your hotel room, we're like, you fucking. That's it's over. <laughs> it's over. I actually put money on Georgie. No, <laughs> no I don't blame CB. But you know, I just wanted to, you know, with with. All the work that, you know, MMA Cirrhosa fans did and the Bubba J squad and and everybody coming out. And, yeah, and all the work that I did leading up to that camp with so much drama, it was just like, you know what? I'm not going to back out of this fight. And like I always say, I never back out of fights. I never decline fights. You don't tap. I I don't tap, you know, and I still feel some kind of fucking way about that ref. If I see him on the street, it's on. But Wait, why is that? I just, I I feel like he didn't give me a shot, man. I, I really do feel like... You know, I, I don't feel like I was, you know, in a position where I was going to get hurt worse. I don't think when I was dri- it was like I'm driving a plane. Right. And all the lights in this plane are going crazy. You know, it's like warning, warning, you know, mayday, mayday, mayday kind of thing. All the lights in my head are going off like, oh, warning, warning, something's happening, something bad's happened. So basically I got knocked down. But in my head, it was like hit the deck. Something just happened. You know what I mean? Like very, very bad. And as I was going down, the warning signs and the warnings are coming up. But it wasn't like I flatlined. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it right. wasn't like I, I went, I dropped dead. My lip hit the canvas. My forehead bounced off the mat. You know what I mean? Like, on my way down, that's when I'm starting to regain myself. And I catch myself when I hit my knees and hit my hands on the ground. I see Georgie coming in with left hooks, like, ready to rain on me and, and capitalize on opportunity. So I kind of covered up and I turned towards him to, like, basically grab a leg or do anything you would do to survive. And the, jump, and the referee jumps in before I even basically grab 
Georgie's leg. And the referee's like, oh, you were wrestling me and shit. And I'm like, I wasn't wrestling you. I knew exactly what the difference between legs with spandex and <laughs> fucking black khakis are. I know when I grabbed you that it wasn't Georgie. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like I was unaware or fucking confused like i didn't get up and stumble away you know what i mean so i'm just a little pissed that like you didn't give me a warning of fight back fighter fight back i'm gonna stop this or or anything really it was just like he called it off he was he you know he told me later he was in bad position he was behind george he really didn't see it but that opportunity is why most big name fighters or most big name fights want big name refs because they've seen it all they've done it all they know when a fighter is out you know Especially if you are a past fighter before. If you're a ref, yeah. you know when a fighter is taking too much or when he can fight back and things like that. I never met the ref. I never saw the ref. Usually we got a big-name ref in a big-name fight with big-name fighters. That's, what, that's the formula. So you don't have mistakes like this. But I took a mean right hand. I felt like I ate it like it was Cheerios. And I felt <laughs> like I was, I was capable of fighting back. And that's why I was so pissed after the fight because it was just like, yeah, I know I got rocked. The, the, the strategy didn't go as planned as far as like come in and dominate the whole way like you think about and you dream about. But I felt like I was still in the fight. I felt like, man, if I, if I had stumbled away or was confused, like what happened, you know, then I can understand it. But it was like as soon as the ref jumped in, I'm thinking like why the fuck did you do that? Like, you know what I mean? It's like I, I, I was already back. I was already rebounded. I was already – capable of like showing heart and toughness and all that shit but i didn't really get the opportunity that's why after the fight i really wanted to i really if i was 19 or 18 i, I probably would have punched that ref in his balls when he raised georgie's hand yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> something, something, something cheap like that you know right. what i mean but happy know. that didn't happen but i yeah, mean from, but, but from the, the outside perspective yeah. it did look like you were wrestling the ref like, yeah, I, mean, I can see that because the ref jumped in right when I turned and and right when I like I, I covered my hand with my when I covered my face with my hand like my left hand when I saw Georgie coming to attack me. So it wasn't like I wasn't aware like oh shit what's going on. I saw Georgie about to pounce on me, so I I put my left hand up and then right when I'm gonna go like I I, I blocked two punches and then right when I'm about to turn in to like grab an ankle a kneecap a shin a fucking left nut whatever is gonna be to grab at the time. The referee like slides in, and then like I I see that I have my, my left hand around the referee's waist, yeah, and then I know that it's him, so I'm like kind of pushing him off me, like no, no, you know what I mean? And the referee's like hugging me, like yeah. oh it's over, it's over, and I'm like no, not no, like I'm trying to fight you, like no, get the fuck off me! I know what happened, and you just ruined an opportunity for me to try to regain myself. You get well, looking saying? back, what would you have done different? I probably wouldn't have push kicked against the fence. You know what I mean? Well, looking back. You know, I I probably shouldn't have took the fight on hindsight. You know what I mean? If I won the fight, I probably wouldn't be saying that. But uh, to be honest, there were so many signs of not taking that fight. You know what I mean? There was between the camp, between Georgia not making weight, between the commission and, and Bellator and a little bit of uh, of the money issue. You know, everyone knows you get 20%, and I did not get that for his purse. And what for, you get? Uh, you know, not that. So, right. you know, I was just a little bit pissed about it. I felt disrespected in a way. On, on many on many faces, you know, but I took a mean right hand, and I felt like you know that was my opportunity to show that I can take a punch and let's let's get after it, you know. And I probably wouldn't have did a push kick against the fence because once he grabbed my foot, I was off balance and I really couldn't push back or rotate out or or get out of there. And he came with the right hand, and while I was trying to regain my balance, it just went over top of anything that I was blocking. I don't even think I tried to block it. I think I tried to push him away in a sense, and then that right it hand. It seemed like a free flush. shot. Yeah, it looked like a game of a free shot. Yeah, it, it felt like a free shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't. It didn't feel like I had anything, any defense towards it. But yeah. I, I mean, I, 
I'm just, I just, you know, I just was a little bit disappointed that I did not get to show everything that we've been working on, but also the heart and the toughness that I'm capable of showing when you know things don't go to plan. But know? how could you have, uh, like, on that push kick when he catches your foot, which could mm-hmm. happen to anybody? Right. Like, if, if you would have kept your hand up to block that punch, would that have, right. that, that would have helped? Yeah, no, that would have helped. But I was off balance. You know what I mean? It was like when you know how, like, when you're on a, a walking beam and you lose your balance and your hands go out to try to catch right, your balance. Right, right, Once right. I did the push kick. And he like pulled it up and kind of like wiggled my leg. I was like off balance, trying to Lower, yeah. trying to get my balance back with my hands instead of like blocking my face, you know, because I felt like I was going to fall. But as soon as I hit the fence, I realized, okay, I, I can't fall backwards in a sense. So once he like let my foot go and he came with like an aggressive move, yeah, my reaction was just to push him away, kind of thing, and like look down. You know what I mean? And as soon as I got hit, I was just like. Mayday, 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 hit the deck. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. don't stand here and get smurdered on the fence, you know. Right. So, like, the the warning signs went off in my head. My cockpit is saying, oh, you know, we're crashing, we're crashing. I go down. I see him come on top, and then the ref jumps in. So it's like. Now, I talked to you the day before, and, like, you sounded like death. Right. Making that weight well, cut. Well, and most I'm people sure are going to sound. Yeah, yeah. Most people, too. Two days before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I know in college you wrestled at 54, right? What was your weight class? 57. 50 I wrestled at 149 <laughs> for four years and then 57. But you won, won the NCAA at 57. 157. And that was, what, six years ago? Yeah. 2011. So, yeah, so yeah. now six years later, okay. you're, you're, you're 13 pounds, you're 12 pounds lighter than you, than you wrestled at. Which right. Is, and you weren't very fat in college. You had no fat in college. Right. I, I have you thought about possibly? The last time I was fat was when I was born, really. Have you That's thought about possibly going to 55? Yeah. No. I wish I had that problem. <laughs> no, man. I, I, last, last time I was thin, exactly, 45, was when I was born. 45 is where I, where I like to be. You know, like That's how I know I'm in optimal shape. You know what I mean? If I'm at 55, it gives me leeway to, you know, maybe not run that extra mile or maybe not, you know, do these extra things. When I'm at 145 pounds or 146 pounds, you know, I know that I've done everything to get there. And I know that my conditioning's great. I know that it wasn't just all oh, me sitting in the sauna. Like, I had to, do, like, diet right, eat right, run right, but you sleep think you, right. But you think at 55, if you take that shot, you're going to go down or no? Uh, I probably, I'm probably going to say I, I wouldn't, you know. Um, I Everyone, I think they've done tests on this, and you know I've been doing a little research, especially after after a devastating loss. I'm looking for any fucking answer <laughs> in the book. Um, but I think it, uh, it. I think the last five pounds of your weight cut, especially if it becomes tough, you know, it takes the fluid out of your brain. So that's what that's what a lot of people go down with. You know what I mean? If you don't have to take those weight cuts so seriously, then you probably do survive a little bit better. That's what I'm thinking, and I'm, I'm not making excuses for you. You know, yeah. obviously, look. It happens to everybody. You yeah. look, GSP on every lost, fight night, on every GSP fight night, lost to Matt Serra. GSP lost to Matt Serra. Uh, Anderson Silva got cold clocked by by Weidman, and he was out. And these guys were out, as opposed to like you know, I mean, yeah, you me could, trying to fuck the ref up for jumping right. in. I mean, right. uh, you know, Overeem has been dropped. Cain Velasquez has been dropped. Uh, I I can't think of a fighter other than maybe like Frankie Edgar. Uh, who ha- what? Frankie got smashed by Maynard. Oh yeah, and yeah, he yeah, was yeah. fighting back. Right, Frankie. Right, a lot of you know, almost, give me that ref. Damn almost it! Almost every fighter. <laughs> well, you know that's has, the thing. Maybe, Shit. maybe Demetrius Johnson has he ever been knocked out? No, right. You do bring uh, up. Uh, he uh, might have uh, gotten rocked by uh, Dom. Dude. Yeah, he got rocked by, by Dom. And I know, and I know that uh, Dom slammed him on his head like. Yes, yeah, so there's not a fighter out there except maybe Cruz. Even Cruz got guillotined. But I don't think he's ever been. Uh, yeah, but I mean, and in terms of the cut, you know. You, you listen to Bubba, and like I said, I saw him the last several days for the weigh-ins, the day before, the wet day of the fight. I blame CB. Uh, <laughs> that's what it was. I also saw 
Patricio walking around, and he was coming up 10 pounds from, from Bubba's weight class to fight Benson, and he was walking around just all happy and shit, and it's, it's like you said, you know, he didn't have to cut the extra 10, and he was looking, you know, happy and, and whatever, and even Georgie was looking happy the days leading up, and I'm like... I bet it fucking was. Uh, well, no, and then he... And then he Showing missed, up four pounds. Yeah, he you missed know, weight, and I'm like... To me, that's like, you know, I, you know I'm... Outside of the cage, maybe before this fight, I was more closer to a friend <laughs> than, than Georgie. But I feel like, you know, not making weight on something we contract. Like, if you're going to fight your friend, you're going to be as fair as possible. You know, the fact that, one, he showed up four pounds overweight and it wasn't like, oh, shit, let me, you know, I got an hour, I got to do this. It was just like, oh, well, you know, are you still going to take the fight? The first thing is, are you still going to take the fight? Oh, fucking, uh, I did all this work. I just made, the, I made the weight. I've never missed weight in MMA. So it's like, yeah, f- of course I'm going to take the fight. I just fucking did all this work. Sold over 100 tickets. All my fans want to see it. They did all this work to get us on the main card. You yeah. didn't do no shit to get us on the main card. MMA Roasted and Bubba J Squad got us on the main card. So I definitely want to put on for the fans and for everybody out here. So, yeah, I'm taking the fight. I didn't care if you showed up at 55. I probably, Honestly, no. I probably would have took the fight. Well, next time that happens, I know well, you needed the money and you got yeah. a family to feed and everything well, else. Well, in hindsight, of course. you know. But fighters out there, if you're listening to this podcast, someone misses weight by four pounds, don't fight him. Unless it's heavyweight or something. Where, but like, Kelvin wouldn't have had any fights. <laughs> you no, know he would have. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, though. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if a guy misses weight by that's that's you're already at the next weight. And class. everybody knows it's the yeah you're at the next weight class, but everybody knows that it's the last four pounds that the last four or five pounds that are the fucking hardest. They start to stick. You you know you're, you're less hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> I've been stuck on the first four or five. <laughs> <laughs> but you get down to your close to the weight that you want. And the last four, five, even three pounds are the hardest just because that's when you're at the end of it. You're like, I hope this is the last workout. You know, so it, it changes your mind mentally. But honestly, I can't make any excuses, even though I'm just like, oh, I shouldn't have took the fight. I, didn't. I mean, I, I took a blow and I just wanted the opportunity to fight back. You know, so what I mean? are, I'm a have fighter. You to Bellator since anybody from Bellator? Have they- are you trying to get uh, the car? Rich Child, Rich Child reached, reached, reached out to me, which was, which was pretty take awesome. Did he ask for food? Hey, so me and uh, he didn't Coker ask, are going for some he didn't ask potato for tea, skins. For tea and crumpets. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he, he didn't want to talk fun. about it. But no, he, he reached out didn't to me. Awesome he he awesome. just wanted to make sure that everything was good. And But I haven't really had a, like, a sit-down conversation with him. I told those guys that you know I was a little bit disappointed in the, the entire weekend. You know what I mean? I felt like... I did everything I could to put on the show, and I really, you know, some part of me felt like they didn't really have my back in a little bit. You yeah. know, there's there's so much proof in the pudding of how they treat me in a sense. You know what I mean? Like you guys are always wondering why the fuck would they do that? Why you know why haven't they given you a fight? Why aren't they putting you on the prelims? And it's like, eventually, you got you know, you got to look at the situation and see like why why are they treating you this way or why are they you know doing this? And I think Rich, Rich Child reached out to me to kind of like gauge how I was feeling about the stuff that Bellator was doing. So I think we're going to have a, a, a really good sit down. I'm on my last fight of the contract and obviously taking that loss doesn't put me in great standings with the world but I felt like for the fans I, I would take that risk. Now was Rafael Cordero in your corner? Yeah. What did he say to you? Man, you know, I, it's almost like I don't want to put it out there because you know he's such a big name that like what he says is almost golden in the world of MMA. But he, you know, I actually we were at um we went we had a Labor Day picnic yesterday with him and RDA and he, even though RDA couldn't 
couldn't eat as much as I could eat because he's cutting weight, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and Jacob Harmon. And, we, you know, we all kind of were just talking about the fight. RDA was basically my advisor for the fight. He wasn't in my corner, but, you know, he, he's been through it all, seen it all, and he was helping me with the guillotine and the training and stuff like that. So he was my, my main partner. And, um, you know, Cordero was just like, man, I've seen so many fights. And I just felt like, you know, it was, it was the same thing. He just felt like the referee was in a really bad position, was behind me, really couldn't tell. And, you know, he's like, with Wardoom, he knew Wardoom was out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he wants the guy to call the fight. With RDA, he kind of felt like, okay, you can call it. He's kind of hurt on his feet, you know, with uh, Alvarez, right. with the Alvarez fight. But he was like, with you, it was just like, I was just so disappointed that, A, it went the way it went, but that you're a fighter and he didn't let you fight. You know what I mean? And, and, and that kind of, after talking to him, really hurt me the most because I'm biased in a sense. You know, I'm, of course. Uh, give me the fight. You know, let me yeah. fight. You know, I'm the guy that's screaming, why did you stop that, you know, while I'm choked out kind of thing. You know, I was, I was about to come through. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when, when, when someone like that who's seen it all and done it all and actually been in fights says, I thought it was too quick. I thought it was way too quick. I, I really felt bad for you because I felt like if that was any other ref or any other organization, you'd still be fighting right now, in a sense. So it was just like... Your teammates were saying, they were all praising you. Ellenberger was saying you look great. Uh, What's-his-name was saying you look great. Uh, Bro, I I almost... Honestly, the last three weeks of my camp was the best three weeks that I've had in any camp. You know what I mean? Although it came with a lot of mental drag, a lot of issues. uh, I mean, there was some drama that a lot of people don't even know about. Like the whole leaving body shop. What happened with that? I mean, it was just it was just an ugly situation, you know. It was just like almost like I got outcasted. I got I got black sheep, you know. I wasn't you know the Long Beach crew kind of guys. I wasn't related to McKee, you know. I wasn't his cousin, and I wasn't you know Kimball Slice Jr. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, you got a family. You're you're an older guy, you, you know, kind of thing. It was just like, you know, we're going to Big Bear, whether you whether you have the biggest fight of your life or not. And the thing that disappointed me was this is the exact same thing happened right before I fought Georgia the first time. Right before I fought Georgia the first time, I was dealing with camp change, coach change. Uh, I was going back and forth between Antonio McKee and, and those guys in Corona. Do you feel like Putin car. has anything to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> he likes to fuck with all this American <laughs> shit. Yeah. I feel like he's like, no, make now, Georgia I mean, win. Now, Antonio Roma. looked really good. McKee looked great in this yeah, fight. He looks I mean, good, man. he fought McKee a guy that took the fight on four days' notice. You know, he didn't fight. Wasn't yeah. I like Cody the Crow? We had him on the podcast, but you know, he he not exactly a world beater right now. Uh, yep. I mean, he's good though. He's, he's got a lot of way to go now. Do you feel like they're trying to put you versus Antonio next? I don't know. Would I, you fight him? I would fight him, yeah. I would fight him. You know, I, I don't have a problem. You, you guys know me. The reason why the fans love me is because I'm real as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not going to lie to you about nothing. And I, I'm not going to decline nothing because I'm not afraid of anyone. You know what I mean? So, like, if they put a put that card on my, uh, you know, if they put that meat on my plate, I'm going to eat it every time. I don't care if the meat showed up five pounds overweight. I'm going I'm going to eat it. You know what I mean? That's that's just how I do. But not anymore. Now, now, now we're not going to eat the well, meat. Well, it, 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 it all depends on what's on the line. It really yeah. does. You know, every every situation is, is you know. I mean, how do you, how did you and McKee do in, in the sparring? Was it, was we do good, man. I mean, he's a tough fighter. A lot of people don't know how good he is. You know, that's that's. The biggest fear of you know me fighting him, I, I would want especially if they're going to change the dichotomy of our relationship. I would want them to change the dichotomy of my lifestyle if I'm going to fight a good friend who I just stopped training with. You know, right. but I got no. I'm a fighter, man. You know, I like I said, my grandma had the belt; she can get it too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like glove up. Which corner do you want, red or blue? You right. know what I mean, so like anybody can get it. But right now, I'm just so hungry that. 
I'll fight anybody. You know, that kind of loss makes you want to get out there and, you know. San Jose card, right? Should we, I want, we want I, on that? I want, I want on Should the San Jose card. Should we start a trend? Get Bubba on the San Jose card? Yo, do it. Should we go? All right, people, listen to the podcast. Do it. I'm if you want to see Bubba, on the, who's on the San Jose? It's Michael Chandler versus Chandler. Benson, right? Yeah. It's Chandler right, and Benson. Benson just fought. So why, you know, he, all right. he took a MVP. win. But it was, I was going to say, it was, he barely fought. <laughs> 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 More feints than a Tennessee Williams player. MVP Fernando Gonzalez. All right, hashtag get Bubba on the San Jose card. Let's get it going, people. Yeah. The fans Scott are Comer. real. We got we got trending. Last time we were the number two trending in the world. So At Rich Chow. y'all got y'all got power. So get do Bubba it. on the San Jose card. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I feel like we. I don't know how much juice we got. <laughs> we may need to sit one out before we get the juice. No, back. fuck that. Okay, uh, but Bubba, let's try. I'll say, hey, listen, I'll put it out. I mean, hungry. now Bubba, you, uh, like the numbers came out about mm-hmm. how much you made for the fight. Mm-hmm. You, you said you got fourteen thousand. Right. For the fight. Like, is that enough? Like, I mean, it's not enough. It can't be enough. No, it's not. not I mean, but you got to give you got to give your manager half, right? Or, or, or your uh, half. I mean, what is I mean, he half? team takedown? I mean, I mean, I mean, oh, man, is this what your dad's doing? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got to give taxes. Those are Joe numbers right no, there. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got to give half taxes, right? Joe taxes. Greenberg <laughs> takes fifty. He's the colonel. No, taxes. Listen, Elvis. Every manager gets fifty percent. No, no. We got to pay taxes. Ten. Well, I'm a corporation and stuff. And then okay, all right. But then we got trainer to fifteen. But I got no. I got. I got. You had a lot of sponsors. Why are you always trying to figure out everybody's money. Because he got offered fifty from Titan. Yeah, I mean fifty thousand. They offered him. I'd rather they take the fifteen than the fourteen. Fifty than the fourteen is all I'm saying. It's like that's a, yeah. a big number. The numbers don't match, but yeah, yeah. I, I I dig it. I mean, did you get hooked up with sponsors though? Because it yeah. seemed like you had a lot of sponsors. No, I had a lot of names. good sponsors. A lot of big name people. Turtle Beach was. Uh, Dude, when you posted that, I was like, what the fuck, yeah. man? Turtle I mean, Beach jumped on that. I always got pussy around. By the way, face, you're not so. looking. Uh, my cat is all over Bubba. Right really, now. Bubba's literally doing he's the a, interview. He's a pussy man. Yeah. Pussy just jump, jumps on me. I'm like, pussy. <laughs> is, but, now, by yeah. the way, talk, speaking of pussy, so your wife, right? Yes. Now, uh, hey. now, now that night, hey. now that night, uh, are, is your wife trying to make you feel better? And are you? Because this is how I'm envisioning. Did it. she no. also invite you for potato skins? <laughs> <laughs> now, here's, now, here's how I'm envisioning it. Right? I'm envisioning it like his wife's trying to cheer him up, and you're like in the corner. You don't want to talk to anybody, and yeah. she's like, "Hey, want this? Say that?" And then nothing's working. So finally, she just gets topless. No. Oh. Well, no, no, it didn't, it didn't work like that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a champ kind of guy. So, in my mind. Like I take losses hard, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like I don't, I, I'll go into a dungeon and not talk for three days, kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? CB's but, dungeon, <laughs> a dungeon yeah. quite similar. <laughs> where if not, there are dead bodies. I want dead bodies there. You know? he'd, have, he'd have better treatment in my dungeon. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, it was just like, you know, stay away from me, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Because sure. like they know, they know, yeah. you know. They know Just how much I put you. in. Yeah, they know how much work I put in and what I wanted to do. And yeah. like you said, like my teammates were saying, I felt great. I looked great. I did like a a flow sparring with the with the crowd noise and everything like that. The day of the fight, and I was Chris. I was on point. I was checking everything, getting out of every guillotine. I mean, I was I was feeling great. So to get that kind of disappointment in less than a minute, 
Yeah, uh, it was just like now the baby, but now the baby doesn't care though, right? Me. I mean, dream. No, oh, the no, baby he 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 was like the 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 pride and joy, you know, the make me laugh. The right. you know, he he don't know what's going on, yeah. so he was the only highlight. Even though my wife, you know, did a great job of trying, yeah, it just ain't the same, you know. Especially when him him unknowingly is just like being the cutest, happiest little thing ever. Yeah. He don't know that, you know, he, he going to have to drink less milk next month. <laughs> he don't know that we ain't buying toys this weekend. You're going to be you fine, know? dude. You're, yeah. you're, Bubba, you're a name. Your, your talent is through the roof. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, you have to learn from your mistakes. Uh, and and you're, you're still young. I mean, this is only your – even though you've had, what, 12, 13 fights, you're only 27 years old. You haven't even hit your prime yet. Yeah. Uh, and you've lost to one guy your third fight or something because you didn't really train that hard. Yeah. And you lost to the same guy twice. Yeah. Like I was saying, Matt Hughes. And I'm not saying that like I'm not trying to say it's okay to lose, because, but it is okay to lose. But Matt Hughes lost to uh, who? Who? Who did he lose to? Uh, uh, the guy that when? almost fought Edmund uh, on the Ultimate Fighter. It was like with Misha, Misha's, and the guy that came on. It's a nice description. I, mean, uh, I, I, I hope it goes on longer. <laughs> you know, he wore the blue Matt shirt. Lost? And yeah, Matt Hughes lost four times. Oh, Dennis Holman? Dennis Holman. Four times. That definitely would have, the ultimate fighter thing would have never rang Dennis no, Holman. Oh, okay. Say he lost four times. All right, he lost remember. four times. Or the Holman. guy that wore the fucking Speedo in the cage. Right, right. Now, who's the better fighter? Uh, Matt Hughes is going to go down. Arguably the most what? dominant welterweight ever. Right. And somehow, sometimes you, you meet guys that just, you know, and it was a tough situation for you because you're, coming, you're fighting a guy who's off two losses in a row. Yeah. He's got nothing to lose. He doesn't make weight. He's got an amazing guillotine. So he, he choked you out the first time. So now it's like he's in your head a little bit. You, you don't, you don't want to wrestle, which is you're talking to a national champion wrestler. So now you got to strike. You leave your camp two weeks before. You fucking, you know, and then you, and then you get caught with a right hand, which I heard was a, a Hanato was saying was like an old Muay Thai trick of like you hold yeah. the foot an extra two seconds, let it go. You think you're safe. Guy you comes know, I, see, you. I know I saw it coming. I knew I, I've seen guys do that. I mean. Machida hit me with that same kind of thing the other day, you know. But I, 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 I didn't, I didn't lose my balance, and I wasn't against the cage, you know. But I want to go back to how you talk shit for me not answering my goddamn phone the week after I take a loss like that. I heard, you know what? You killed on the last podcast, Greg. Oh, thank you, you, you did amazing, and you did a good job of letting him beat the shit out of you verbally. <laughs> yeah. that, that was amazing. But Mr. Adam Hunter, I'm gonna fucking grab your nuts and give them to your cat. I really am. Like I called Bubba and he ain't answer. He's not answering text messages. He's not answering phone calls, and I haven't heard from him. Motherfucker, my cat just died. My dog got shot, and my girlfriend broke up with me. Like. You're going to have to Just wait. Just like you keep it real, I keep it real I too. It real. Okay? People ask me, how's Bubba? I don't know. I, I, I texted you like three or four times. I called you four or five times. You didn't answer the phone and return the text. Right. Okay, so what, what can I say? I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, he's doing great. He learned from his mistake. He's doing, uh, no. or, I, or I could say. Bubba's taking his time. You know, he that's, just that's came, I, he, he came I said, in. I don't know. Nah, nah. You put it out there like, oh, Bubba J hiding from me. I ain't heard shit from him. <laughs> Motherfucker ain't answering his phone. I don't know if he's coming back on the show no more. I know. But I, I think at, he just left to go to Mars. I don't know where Bubba time, is. here you are. So and, and, it kind of works. And you know yeah. what? <laughs> no, By the way, no. uh, he killed. You killed. These fuckers wouldn't be here if not for me and this fucking podcast, okay? Right. Because who it, leaves for fucking eight years to work for Byron Allen? This fucker, okay? I got a pawn shop to run, so he fuck y'all. He has a pawn shop to run. <laughs> and and Bubba, you gold. come, you know, three times a year, all right? So right. let's fucking... So Shit. But no, honestly, a little. I was on the park. I was at the park the other day with my, my, my son. 
and we were playing on the swings, and he had to go use the bathroom. And I put my, my phone down. I put my Bible down. I put my water and my keys and my shades down. And I ran him to the bathroom, and I came back, and someone had stole my phone out of my Bible. Was it that ref? No. Oh. I, man, I put the <laughs> GPS on it, and some little 13-year-old fat kid stole my phone from the park. And that was the fat part. <laughs> Just because I was that 13-year-old fat kid, and I never stole shit. Do you have the, you have the address? So I, no, I, no, the thing was, a lot of people were texting me and stuff, and it was gone. It, 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 my phone was messed up. He deleted everything. So, honestly, I wanted to get back to people much sooner, but my phone was stolen. And, no, his mom brought me the phone later that night, which had erased cool. everything. Yeah, it was cool. But she was like, oh, my son found your phone. I'm like, listen, Mom, your son stole my phone out of my goddamn Bible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, out like, of a Bible. Right. You know, I put my phone inside my Bible while I went to take my son to use the bathroom. Who steals a phone from an unsuspecting parent on a damn playground? Wow. From a Bible. From a Bible. Wow, no less. Yeah. But, you know, I was, I was a little bit pissed about that. But not. Nah. I was going to get back to you, Adam. Trust me. Okay? All right. All right. You just hold on. Don't, I was you know. about you, man. But, but also, he wasn't saying that to you. He was saying that to the fans so that the fans know that he tried to reach you. Yes. You yeah. know, because he, you know, if he would be like, I don't know, I haven't even really reached out to him, then he would sound like And by the way, we, and, and, this, <laughs> yeah. and this podcast. Like, to be everything. honest, I'm not even sure I want him back. I mean, we don't, <laughs> we don't like guys. Just keeping that MMA roasted <laughs> curse going. Yeah, and, and this, just when we were out of the loop. <laughs> this, After John, right on the heels of the Ellenberger win. Yeah, this podcast has a history of people losing and never coming back. Uh, that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's hard for you to, you know, come nah. out here and talk about it honestly. And you got to know that I'm the Right. People have lost fights and never come back. And guess who gets fucked? Me. Because people get used to, the fans get used to taking four hours out of their week, listen to a podcast. They like the people to, talking. They like Ellenberger. They like Marina. Yeah. And then you're like, you know what? Sorry. Yeah. Peace. Which I understand. I right. get it. You're, you're, you're making your living through fighting. Something went wrong. You, you yeah, might, but you it's almost go. like the fear of having to face and talk about what just happened. You know what I mean? I don't have that fear after I get over it. You know, because right after it happens, I'm not like I'm not coming on the podcast Saturday morning because I'm going to say some yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to ruin your career. I'm going to say some right. shit. You know what I mean? You're going to get Brandon. fired from Bellator. That's right. what happened with Brandon right. Schaub. Remember the day after he loses, he goes on a Rogan's podcast, started crying. Had an, it was an emotional mess. Yeah. I totally get it. So I'm going to fuck some sh- You know what? Fuck that guy. You know, uh, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There's some things not that you got to cool off. And not only that, I'm not the most... I'm not the most personable, you know. I I I hide myself from my friends and my fans and my family because I'm a different person after a loss. You know what I mean? You could say, you know, man, you probably should have did that push kick in the middle of the kick, and I'd be like, how many fucking fights have you had? Sure, so how exactly. the fuck are you gonna tell me how to fight? You so, you know, like yeah. I'm a I'm a spaz the fuck out. So, you know, I try to make sure that I I I I cool down for a couple of days. I look at the text. And more times than not, I look at them and then I don't answer them. You know, I, yeah, I know yeah. who I know who's hit me up, and then after a couple of days, I I start to slowly but surely answer people back. Did what's the but, hit you up? The kid for, they used to train with, uh, who? Antonio McGee. No, no, but I had to, I had to go give those guys some stuff, so I talked to them a little bit. But it was cool, man. I mean, I got no I got no quarrels with that with the comp with those guys over there. You know, it, to me, it was just the way that it happened. You know, it, it hurt me a little bit because I thought we were closer than that. But I can understand if that was my son, I'm choosing my son over anybody else, you know. And that's just 
all I'm going to say about well, that. Well, we really. knew we knew you were going to be okay because we were able to see you on CB's uh, surveillance cameras <laughs> that we have set up. We watch them right on the phone, right there. You don't realize that the kid actually stole your your, your phone for CB. Yeah. And he filled it. The reason everything was fucked up because he put the app on it, yeah, got so, it to see you through the phone. So we've been keeping a good eye on it. No. We knew you were okay. By the way, change topic for a second. You see the Rob Lowe roast last night? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Hilarious. Very funny. Uh, that guy, Jimmy Carr, was the best. You thought he, he was the best? He was the, I thought he was the best one. I mean, I haven't. I didn't watch all of them. Yeah. I, I went, well, I was surprised at how few comedians they actually had. Yeah. And, and I like that Jeff did something totally different. I did, but I don't think it worked that well. I but. don't know that it worked that well, but I understood that he wanted to do something other than just the jokes that everybody else was going to do. Right. So I, I, I kind of liked what he did. wasn't huge on the costume, and I felt it was a little late and the to do thing. the Prince thing. Yeah. Like, dude, that was kind of like six months ago. Right. Like, a little yeah. late to the party on that one. But I liked what he. But but unfortunately, what's her name had gotten up with the guitar. Jewel did hers with the guitar. Yeah. So I was like, so now it's not she even the really first funny, guitar. Jewel. She was. She was pretty good. I was. I actually thought she must have had some pretty decent writers. Uh, and they're all guys that we know. But, um, but so then I was like, so he's the second guitar act, no. and he's doing a Prince thing six months too late. Right. But overall, I thought for him, it was still pretty Ed good. Coulter got butchered. I mean, oh, got but that's murdered. what everyone loved about it because she's such a. Cunt. But then she didn't take anyone's jokes. Like the guy, he tweeted out one of the writers. Uh, they could have won roast battle. Yeah, he was, he was saying Mike Lawrence that she didn't. They, they wrote her all these jokes and she didn't use one of them. Well, that was for her then. Uh, what, what was she thinking? She wanted to come out and do her little book thing, and yeah, you crazy. know, yeah, it definitely. And then crazy. I don't. Th- I think she also didn't realize how much she was going to get attacked. Oh, murdered, murdered. Anyway, but she was definitely back, back to MMA. I just wanted to say, Jimmy, me and CB me. are looking at each other like I don't know what's what going on. Now we're, we're going to go get some uh, potato skins and also yeah. now, uh, <laughs> now the fight some, some on Saturday. And tea. Let's talk about the fight that happened last week. Uh, you like to get? We heard. I know it was a devastating loss, but perhaps you'd like to join us for some tea and crumpets on the veranda. Yeah, me, I'm thinking like, what is that conversation? Yes, if I want to go with you guys, what are we going? You guys are going to sit at this table, and it's just going to be. I've hung out with fighters before. Did you, did you, did you see what happened to the Yankees tonight? Sports yeah, <laughs> scraping. So it would have been awkward, but I don't know. I, I felt like you needed someone to hang out with. I don't know. Anyway, listen. All right, we get it. I'll never. All right, listen. Next I time you lose, was, I thought it was a very Jewish response. You know, like, would you like some food? <laughs> just send oh, that's, yeah. that's our just, fucking response. Just send to send me, yo, it's all good. You're going to be back. Just that. That's the. That's the. Every day, like, don't worry about to be it. Honest, we weren't getting food anyway. Yeah. So, uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we I, did I, get food. <laughs> I didn't have an appetite, We got really but... high and went through fucking wet. That's a good point. We did get high. I just, I just, I, ate the meanest, I just ate the meanest right punch of the night. What else am I going <laughs> to eat? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not hungry. He's all know? full up. Yeah. Yeah. He's all full up on knuckle sandwich. That's it's true. true. And well, you want to ask for some more, but that ref would have said no. Now, the fight on Saturday Arlovsky Barnett. You watch it? I heard about it only because it? it's only on Fight Pass. It's so on Fight Pass. I, I watched it. It was that was a, that was a good main event. They were both hurt, trading shots. <laughs> Did someone uh, get knocked down? Yeah. And they, there was three knockdowns in the first thirty seconds. Yeah. Like, then, did anyone get knocked out? Barnett no. uh, yeah. submitted him in the second round, and that was so it. So there was Third a bunch round. of knockdowns, three knockdowns, and no one jumped no in. Stop the fight. Okay. I'm just wondering. You know, I heard about it. Can we talk about this point because this? I think this is a very valid point. Okay, about the disparity. In when to call a fight because if you look at the remember the Neil Magny what's his name the, you, uh, Hector Lombard Hector Lombard fight I, 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 there was a point where in my living room okay I'm stop screaming, it I'm screaming stop this fucking fight when he's murdering Neil Magny 
Right. Okay, but he lets him get murdered to the point where he finally comes but home. Bubba, but at but but Bubba's fight, when you were there, you think it was stopped too early? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh let's what, get after this, Adam. That's not so what you think. don't think it was stopped too early? <laughs> when I was there, no. You're smoking I, I, well, when I first saw it, I said, "I said, what no. kind of what kind of pain pills they got you on for when that I, leg?" When I first you, what was that? No, that Tylenol? When I saw you take out the ref, I was like, "Okay, Beba doesn't know where he is." He, I know ex- that's the thing, man. Like, uh, and I think that you know, obviously, the fans who are watching and who are not biased, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Bubba got knocked out cold." But like I said, it had my lip hit the canvas, and I'm bouncing around, or I get up and I'm like wobbling, like, "Oh, what the fuck happened?" I was so pissed because soon as I reached out to grab a leg that I thought was Georgie and I felt pants, I knew that it was, <laughs> I knew that they were pants. I was just like trying to push him off me and he's like hugging me like, oh no, I got you. I got you. No, I'm like, no, you don't fucking got me. Get off of me kind of thing. So it wasn't like I was wrestling the ref like, oh, I'm getting good position. I'm okay. <laughs> it was like, get the fuck okay, off me. I know I, who wait, you wait, are. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, and I think you're misremembering this, Adam, because when it first happened, we both said it was stopped too early. Totally. But it then was on the replay that we're like, okay. When, and again, when, when you see it, it in slow motion, motion yeah. that we were like, well, maybe he did go out. Then it looked more on the replay. But when it first happened, it's still throwing the stop too we early. both stood up and we're like, we were like, no, that's it. We both were like, that was way too early. And he did it high. So how do you not know that? But it was, how do you it not was, remember no, that? I, I told he was you. also high. I yeah. told you. I mean, I, in slow mo, in slow mo, every. I mean, and this is not just like giving me excuses, but like in slow mo one, you're gonna see the whole reaction of my face and the whole reaction of right. everything, and, that was and how long it takes for me to actually respond in slow motion. But if you look at it in live motion, it's like, man, I went down, I covered up, and then I turned around, and it then was, the no, ref jumped live, in. I thought it was, it was too. We that, both but, were like, whoa, whoa, replay, whoa, whoa! I mean, when you see a guy take down the ref, okay, you're, you're like, okay. And, 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 that was, and yeah, it was in the slow mo that we were like, "Well, I we reached did. out. Ref jumped his fat ass in there. But, Excuse yeah. me, Greg. I don't mean to call him. Listen, you're a fighter. But the thing was, I was pissed because like I've never seen that ref before, right? So referees come into the backstage before the fight and they're like, "Okay, this is what I'm looking for. This is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to say if you're hurt or something like that." I never got to talk to the ref. Every fight. He never said none of that. Never I never saw him until the cage. And then once Herzog was in the back, one, a ref that I respect, and I know that he's a good ref, Herzog was in the back, and he started you know, putting the Vaseline on my face. I'm like, oh, what's up, man? You're not my ref? He's like, no, Big John's out there. I said, okay, cool. So I walked down the ramp. I'm about to go into the cage, and Big John's checking me for my cup. I'm like, oh, you're my ref, right? He's like, no, that guy's my ref. I'm like, I haven't talked to anybody in the back, and all at... 13 out of 13 fights I've had well 12 out of 13 fights someone's come back before and like look this is what I'm looking for these are your warning signs this is what I'm going to say when you're hurt this is what I'm going to say I never saw the ref until he's fucking jumping in the middle of my fight no, listen, hashtag Bubba, the fix is in this is some Putin Bubba, shit it sucks but, but if you were us watching you, you I think you would have felt the exact same way of like in, in the future don't, like just don't touch the ref and then uh, you, you know like oh, I was yeah, that's a bullshit. No, I didn't shut touch the, the ref. The ref touched me. That's, that's no the part thing. Of the strategy. Like, oh, shut up. I'm dude. no part of the training where they're like, okay, Greg, so if the ref, you don't think I wanted Bubba to fucking win? I know. Okay, but that, you don't think I was rooting for you? No kind of advice. I didn't like the fight. <laughs> I didn't. Terrible advice. That's like saying someone who got in a car accident. Next time when no, you're driving, don't hit the other car. He said, "Oh shit, motherfucker." No, he's saying I grabbed the ref, realized it was the ref, and then I said, "Oh, this is the ref." No, no, listen. Making a defensive move, and the ref jumped in the middle of it. Right. That's exactly what happened. That's what 
Fuck when Georgie, look, Georgie's coming. Like I'm, I hit the deck right, and I and I'm basically I'm covering up. Like my hands are on the mat, trying to trying to basically get up or run or do whatever I got to do. My hands are on the mat, and Georgie comes in with a left hand. So it's like that left hand like clipped my shoulder and my ear. So as soon as I saw he's like raining left hands, I put my hand up. He hit me with another left that I blocked on my hand, and then I go to grab his leg. Like I see Georgie to the left of me. I'm going to grab him, and as I'm grabbing him, the ref basically jumps his leg in there like as i reach for georgie's leg that i can clearly see like okay and let me grab him the ref jumps in and now I, I have a lock on the ref and i'm just like get off of me like i like why are you jumping in like it was just so quick like what i saw was georgie i go to grab georgie and now i'm hugging the ref and i'm like get the fuck off me like i'm I, I, you're in my way in a sense yeah. like i'm not unaware how, of what's going how, on okay when you first got hit did, did you did you see black yeah, like my, my flash. I got a flash, like a flashbang. Like, okay. Like, and my brain was like, oh, pain. Like, don't stand here. Move. You know what I mean? And as I went to move, I just basically, the, the, the hit knocked me down. It wasn't like I, you know, I, I went down on, you know, just speculation. He rocked me and knocked me down. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my head, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm hitting the deck. Like, cover up, roll. <laughs> like, so, when were you, so when were you conscious again? Before I even hit the mat. Okay. I was conscious on my way down. So when you I were, wouldn't even say that I was completely out. At any point, was I like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, as soon as I, I got rocked, as soon as I got rocked, I started falling, and I'm like, "Oh shit! Like, this is bad! Like, you know, like this is not the plan!" You know, <laughs> like I said, you're driving a plane and you're just you know cruising along, and then all the lights in the cockpit going, "Warning! Warning! Mayday! Mayday!" Yeah. And the plane starts shaking. I gotta watch shaking. it again. I gotta watch you know, it again. Yeah, you gotta watch it again. I was at, I, at first glance, we both thought it was too soon. We were jumping up. We were like, that's bullshit. And then, you know, yeah, just like in the if NFL. If you watch it in slow-mo, it's going to take time. When you watch it in slow-mo, all of a sudden it seems like, but it was a bang-bang situation. Pop, and then all of a sudden he's in the middle of it. And it's like, no, no, no you know. And so no, it sucked. Uh, both felt it that sucked. Way. But you know what? Look, man. I can't put myself in a position. But in slow-mo, you, you know, look, when you grab Bubba, the ref, look, 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 when you were in high school, okay, you were a state champ. Uh, and then you got kicked off to the school for getting a blowjob on the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then you went to college. Mm-hmm. Then you got kicked off Penn State. You came back. You for wanted being to be black. Don't for, forget that. For, what? You, you, what? You, Who said that? You, you, Go ahead. You got, you got Penn State for being you black. Finish the blowjob. You got you. <laughs> Good. Then, okay. Then you got kicked off. So you got so you got kicked off. Completely worth it. You got kicked off Penn State by the best wrestler in college history, arguably. You go to ASU. You beat Penn State. You win the national championship. Now you're a fighter. Okay. Now we're just dealing with this. Okay. There's a guy that keeps getting in your way. All right. Georgie, you're gonna come back. You're gonna become better, and then it's this is part of your journey. Trust me, I've seen this movie before. You know. I mean, like, I was the star character in in the the original version of this movie, and the sequels and you know the the trifectas of the movie. uh, Trust me, it's going to be a great ending. But when you're going through it, it's just like the shittiest time ever. You know what I mean? But I can write a whole two chapters of my life book on this weekend, uh, this camp alone. You know what I mean? Like adversity and and coming through and and still sticking it out and being a tough guy. Like, you know, had I, I wish there would be a different ending to that chapter other than, fuck, the referee stopped me from winning. I I, I can't necessarily say that. He he didn't stop me from winning. He just stopped me from having an opportunity to show everything that I was capable of doing. And I'm I'm saddened by it because I felt like I, I got unfairly stopped. So who do you want to fight next? Anybody, yeah. all of but them. But you're thinking about it. CB Gold, all of them. <laughs> Fucking what's, for all the gold. What's the ref's name? Like anybody, yeah. everybody. Um, you know, 
what's the name's coming off a loss? Um, what's his name? Emmanuel Sanchez is coming off a loss. Tough fighter. That would that would be a great fight. He's from California. San Jose is not too far. Whatever. Let's do that. Um, so I remember him when he knocked out Henry Corrales' teeth. <laughs> you know, like Henry Corrales just came off an injury. I don't know if he's ready to fight or not, but I fucking take that fight and shit pitbull's coming off a loss like you know i'm only talking about guys coming off a losses because it really only makes sense unless you're going to do bellator math and make me fight a guy who's coming off two, two losses, losses off yeah. of, off of three wins but anybody can get it man i'm at now, that point now, where i'm the, hungry that the hardest you've been hit by georgie hardest i've been hit probably in a fight yeah, yeah, but not like inspiring and everything Did like that. You say Lou Pauly kicked you in the head and, New, and that, one day. Yeah, that that put some that put some stars on my my. By the way, other there. fights this weekend uh, that, that were pretty good. Uh, Gustafson, people were mad at the way Gustafson fought, but he turned into a wrestler. But you know what? The guy's been in so many wars. He found a weakness. The guy couldn't defend a takedown. It, it was wrestler Gustafson. I have no problem with that. Okay, uh, I know I know some of the fans were upset, but so what? Uh, and then. Um, uh, a fight that uh, I did not see happening. If I, I actually did what I would have parlayed, just you know, like I actually put my parlay what I would have bet on to see if I would have done right, it, which right, is right. just torture because if you lose, you're like happy in a way. If you but win, if you win, you're like, why didn't I put the money? Exactly. On it? I, I I would not have had Ryan Bader beating uh, Ayer Latifi. Ayer Latifi. And uh, and Latifi had a Bader hurt. Bader came back with a knee from hell. It looked like a WWE move where you need the guy and he goes thirty feet. But props to Ryan Bader and props to Ashley Evan Smith, by the way, who's who's with Tip a Fighter, as are we. If you like this podcast, as is Bubba. If if you like what we're doing up here, show me some love. If if you like what we're doing, you can tip us, Tip a Fighter. But Ashley Evan Smith fought this girl that was undefeated. What was her name? I think it was Vanessa Vanessa Macedo or Macedo or something. Undefeated, uh, had six fights this year alone and went six and zero. And uh, Dan Hardy was saying it was the highest level of karate ever in the octagon. The girl has, I guess, some extreme black belt that I, you know, but... Uh, well, she has no side control elbow defense, no. that's for sure. Uh, and, you know, uh, what's your name? Weathered the storm. Ashley looked great. Took her down. Beat her up. Did exactly what she should. The girl should be at 125, the other girl. Ashley looked way bigger than her but the girl had some crazy kicks in the beginning and Ashley did great so props to Ashley Evan Smith I was uh, shocked we saw Ashley at the Bellator fights two days before she's supposed to fly to fucking Germany and she's like yeah I'm here to enjoy the fights I'm like don't you have a fight like yeah, next so, week so that was that was that I actually enjoyed the, some, some of the fights this week it was fun uh, I, I, I also like it when the fights are at noon on Saturday because then I could do my comedy show at yeah. night and just watch fights during the day it's kind of a fun day well yeah. not this weekend this weekend, uh, with the fights this week, let's talk about from the, t- from the top, bottom. Uh, let's actually let's start with the bottom fights. Uh, first fight on the prelims, it was a great fight. Sean Spencer, who is always on my, uh, on my periscope, nice guy, is fighting Yancey Medeiros. Uh, love Yancey. It should be a good fight. Both these is guys. Is Yancey the guy from Hawaii? Yes. Tough fighter, man. Trains with the 209, though. Yeah, it's tough Both fighter. these guys, they just go home to fight. I saw Sean's fight against Mike Pyle, which he lost, but he was, he's a tough fighter. I was at that fight. I was losing my shit. It was a war. During the, it, was, it was unbelievable. Mike looked like he was done, and he came back in the third and just need the fuck out of him. It was beautiful. Yeah. So that should be a good fight. CB Dalloway yeah. is taking on Francimar Barrasso. Who's that, CB? Uh, Brazilian fighter, not a, not a huge name. Decent test for CB. It could be a good rebound fight for him. Who did he just lose to? 
I don't remember. He he's had, he's had a right? few tough, tough uh, fights. His last few CB Dalloway. Yeah. Uh, so that I, I'm actually I'm picking CB on that fight. The Yancey Sean is gonna be. I, 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 I got Yancey Medeiros in that one. Really? Yeah, I got Yancey yeah. too. Jessica I Betchkaheya. This it's it's the fights in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> Jessica's from Cleveland. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, how's that make Jessica better? said that she's like, like so it's gonna be tough travel for both. Jessica because nobody a, flies direct to Cleveland. She said she's uh, <laughs> she said she's seeing a sports psychologist for this fight and never felt better. It's, it's, a t- it's a tough position for both a, of them. If a, Jessica loses, I think that's four in a row. Really? And Betch has power, but Betch hasn't had the easiest time recently. She lost the split to Raquel Pennington, the fight of the night, lost to Ronda. It's, uh, it's a tough spot for either one if they lose, and of course somebody has to lose. So It could be a draw. I doubt it. So I'm picking Jessica. I, I think Jessica's weakness has been wrestling. It seems like Sarah McMahon took her down, and this ain't fight going there. doesn't have good wrestling. This right. fight, if this fight hits the ground, I would be unbelievably surprised. I got Jessica I in this fight. You? I'm going with Betch. Why? And I'll tell you why. Because, because he they, wants Jessica to win, so that's who he's that's going That's exactly right. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll tell you why. Because hometown crowd can be a lot of extra pressure. Wait, I need to, I need to uh, write down all of Greg's picks. Yeah, so, so you bet, bet against bet, him. Get, totally. Yeah. And we'll I, split the money. Right, you go with Jessica. I'm just going to win. But I think it could be a lot of pressure to, per, to perform at the in front of the hometown crowd. Or it can crowd. help you. I've seen it go the well, other or way. Or it can help you. But yeah, I think well, it's Brazilians in Brazil. I, yeah. I, I, I know we're not there yet. But the heavyweight championship. Well, that's more of a trap. Well, I think that's but in terms of what thing. he's talking about, you know, it's the, with with what you said. It may be like a, a a curse to fight in your hometown. The last two heavyweight championship losses have been in that person's hometown. hometown. Kane in Mexico, Fabrizio yeah, in I Brazil. Mean, I'm just saying it's extra pressure sometimes. And Steve Bazin. And I, but I've seen it like the guy who fought. Uh, Court McGee, who fought in Utah last week, who's like, I'm the Conor McGregor of Utah. I mean, there are guys oh, out there. I forgot there. that guy's name. Well, that's uh, guy because there's not a lot of, and nobody watching him yet. <laughs> <laughs> people are it's still easy to say him. that when you're trying to get people, hey, look at me, I'm the Conor McGregor of Utah. No, but uh, I'm like, I, I Conor, both what ways. does that even fucking mean? I'm the Conor McGregor of Utah? <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> what is that? I'm the Conor McGregor of Utah. Yeah, shit, Greg Wilson, you're the Conor I'm McGregor the Conor of Utah. McGregor of Utah. No, you're shit. not. I'm the Adam, you're so McGregor white. McGregor you're the Conor McGregor of Utah. Yeah, yeah dude. Me and all my... How are you Conor McGregor? How do you be Conor McGregor in Utah? I'm telling you. He says he's, he's the man. I see it work both ways, what I'm saying. It doesn't... It just, it's not 100%. Like a bisexual? CB, please don't start with the jokes. <laughs> We've been down this road before. <laughs> and it ends up with you in the dime bar. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, Brad Tavares versus Chow Magalis. It's Kyle Magalis. Kyle, is he good? Yeah, he's pretty good. He got he actually got suspended for spitting blood at uh, Josh Saman oh, when he lost fight? to him. Yeah, Kyle In was Vegas. the one. This might be his first fight back. I got Tavares. I, I got Tavares. You, Bubba? Tavares, yes. He yeah. hits, like a, <laughs> he, hits yeah, sure. he hits like a fucking freight train. It's, yeah, it's hard to go against him. His, uh, his mom came to my comedy show, so he I lost to Saman. You know, oh, she came to your show? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going with... <laughs> Nick Lentz versus Michael McBride. Who's I Michael? was, I was that he just got added because um, the guy that was fighting Nick Lentz had a visa issue getting oh, from yeah. Russia to Cleveland, and um, that was, what's the, who was that? Wasn't it? Was it Muggleman? No, no, it was the guy that beat Allen, right? No, that can't be. No, it wasn't oh. Tumanov. It was. Uh, it wasn't Tumanov. It was. Uh, somebody, oh, okay. Hold on. All right. So who's Michael McBride? I don't know. I he literally just must have just got added. 
Oh, it was my- Mirbek Taisumov. Yeah. But he must have just got added because this only happened like in the last two days. So they scrambled for a replacement. So he's another guy from the drive-thru. Wait, didn't Mirbek come to my... <laughs> like, like, hey, we need a fight. You want to fight? Mirbek Taisumov? There's another Mirbek. Who's the guy at American so. Top Team? Who's really good. He came to my show. Uh, fuck. I'm sick. I don't know. All right. Uh, Ian McCall versus Ray Borg. Hey, Uncle Creepy back in this the is, ring. This is and a great fight. he's coming off a win, right? Coming off a win. And Ray Borg is tough, though. And yeah, this Ray wasn't supposed tough. to happen. McCall was originally supposed to fight Scoggins. And then but Borg Scoggins lost to Scoggins. Wait. Yeah. Uh, I was, that, was, that was a good it's fight. A, this could be fight. This has fight on night potential written all over it. I'm picking Creepy. You? He's, Ian's been out for a while, but I, I pick him a call. Yeah, I'm going with my boy Uncle Crete. He was actually kind of he was like advising me for my first fight ever. He was in my room eating Skittles while I was like <laughs> nervous about my first fight at Tachi Palace. He, he's That's a cool awesome. dude. We uh, like Uncle Creepy. Yeah, I like him. He's cool. So in hoping that he wins, I will pick Ray Borg. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, now, but now the the MMA gods know that you're fucking with them. That's so right. See, it, well, now we don't I'm know where Ray it's Borg going because you know anyone that's an extraterrestrial. That was, you know, that was a villain on, on Deep Space Nine. That's, uh, that's who I'm going to go with. That's a great reference. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the sad part is people actually will know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're going to be like, it was Next Generation, not Deep Space Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He's part of the Borg. That yes. guy's going to fight. All right. And then uh, who else do we have on this card? I'm, I'm like, who else? You got main card. Jessica you got Jessica Andrade. Andrade. Against who? And Joanne Calderwood. Ooh, Jessica looked great in her last fight. Jessica at 115 is just... I mean, she was a killer at 135 and then it dropped to 115. And Joanne's always had a weight cut issue to 115. That's why her last fight was 125. Yeah, I'm I was going to say they I got on Drudge. So are they, are, is it going to be at 115? Or is it's it at 115. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got, I got Jessica on Drudge. I see her as a title contender for 115. Yeah, no, against... Uh, Jessica Andrade beat Jessica Penne. So bad. We were there. It was fucking nasty. It was nasty. Just beat the fuck out of her. Yeah, that God, was crazy. God, that's hot. <laughs> What's hot? Fucking getting nasty? I, do you see a mid-fight finger bang? No. In this one? No. No. No, because no. no, Andrade, Andrade is, is a lesbian, but JoJo's got a boyfriend. So, But if Betch gets Jessica to the ground... JoJo's hot, though. Jojo I see tremendous mid fight finger bangs. Strangely enough, I think Jessica Andrade is kind of cute Great too. There has never been one. There has never been one a mid a mid fight finger bang. Yes, there is. I've you sent you about. pictures of it. No, you did not. <laughs> yes, I did. They're on my Twitter. <laughs> mid five finger. Who do you bangs like, uh, Jessica? There's, there's tons in wrestling. We we we, we, we saw <laughs> finger banging. Yo, when you're doing a butt drag, son. Yeah, you can like picture a, a mid fight. It happens. Now, didn't didn't gonna... Hendrix finger bang Tyrone's we mouth in we wrestling? At, yeah, Hendrix. Because yeah, we were at that fight. Remember Jessica Andrade? We saw at the uh, L.A. One ninety nine, the Bisping Rock. Remember she beat Jessica Penny like really bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no I remember. Um, Andrade is a killer. Great, great fighter. She's she's gonna do well. Steve <laughs> Well, you, you still got uh, three before that. Sounds you got your eye of favor and Jimmy Rivera. <laughs> I'm going with the upset. I'm going with Jimmy Rivera and the I'm upset. I'm going with Jimmy Rivera too. We I'm not. The podcast. I'm not. He, he's 18 and one. He hasn't lost. This is his first fight. Nobody knows who the hell. No he one is. knows who he is. He has everything to gain. Yes. He fought in Bellator, World Series of Fighting, and the UFC. And the kid's tough. He's I think everyone kid. is overlooking him. And How, that's exactly what I think is happening. Is going to happen here. I think this is the exact kind of fight that Faber fa- overlooks this guy and gets and gets caught. You think so? he'll get caught? Well, not necessarily get caught, but I mean, he's going to lose. But Faber's on a different level, though. 
Different is level. He? Yes. And he hasn't and lost any. Anytime, anytime he starts to look good, he loses. Like when? And, and he hasn't. No, he does not. Yes, he does. Name. Give me one example. All the time. Give me one example. I gave you all of them. You gave me no examples. <laughs> Nine examples in his record. <laughs> tell me one okay? of them. All not the looking at his record. Is tell he me. a champion right now? No. Why? Because he <laughs> lost to Dominic Cruz. There you go. Come on. I just told he, you that. But he looked great going into that fight, and he lost it. He looked I'm great in the first every, round. Every time he looks great, he ends up disappointing people. People. This is going to be another. He time. looks great. Wins fights. Bubba, you want to start a podcast? Bubba, you want to start a podcast? I like this. Is going to go on the rest of the day. <laughs> no, I got you right because that's my boy. But what about who you think is going to win? Purely biased. I just told you. I got you right. <laughs> Rivera hasn't lost in eight years you. either. I, I think, oh man, it's hard. I got to you right. And the fight that may not happen that is the most touted fight on the card. CM Punk. CM Punk ass bitch. Why am I Versus happen? Mickey Gall. Punk is supposedly about 15 pounds away still, 10 really? to 15 away. And Mickey Gall has a cut over his right eye that the commission, not sure if they're going to let him go. And, and the commission only this morning licensed CM Punk to fight. In Ohio, they have a regulation. Why is he becoming a fucking wrestling match? Well, no, no, no. I feel like no, this is all part of the WWE <laughs> script. No, but like, check this out. Check this out. This is going to make you laugh. So Ohio has um, I would not put a stipulation in getting fight licensed that you have to have at least five amateur pro fights in this like yeah on your record to get a license to fight and ufc's application to get cm punk a license used that he was a professional wrestler for all those years and ohio said fuck it license them okay it's the most ridiculous right, shit but that, ever but that's not part of why it might not happen no but that's part that was one of the issues leading up to yesterday or this morning that finally ohio was like fuck it we'll give him a license like he's already been out enough but yeah cm punk may not make weight mickey gall has a cut over his eye they may not we don't now, know do you I, think the honky tonk man never <laughs> happened do you, now do you think the honky tonk man has something to do with this uh, how do you think that that, that cut went there uh i I think it was Rowdy Roddy Piper with a coconut. <laughs> Roddy Piper died. You can't. You got a guy who so? passed away. Come on, no, but seriously, this is. Did you see the body? I want to. No, I of course see. not. It's hanging in your basement. <laughs> I would never hang Rowdy Piper's body in my basement. I would let it wrestlers that die. I, I would use it as a chair. I wouldn't leave it hanging there. It would be a beanbag. I would you know fuck what? it every night. If it happened, if Daddy this fight happens, Mickey Gall first round submission. Mickey, oh, really? You're yeah. going on a limb here and saying that this... I mean, why is he 15 pounds over? He had four years to make weight. Uh, he has... I mean, he started... He's never done a fight camp before. How, how do you expect him to know how to cut, even if, you know, Duke Rufus and all those guys are trying to tell him how to do it? doesn't mean he's doing it right. He's never had a fucking fight. He doesn't have an Was your first fight weight cut a little different than where you are now with your weight cut? Did yeah, the, definitely a little different. The amount of money that he that is like... The UFC has, you would think, is putting into but this. It doesn't guy. matter. He know. If he, I mean, he had, he, he, had, he may not yeah, know what he's get, doing. It's only going to get harder to cut weight for him in this camp. One, because the lower you get, the the more balls you need and more heart you got to have. Two, he's going to have all these media implications and have to be places and do and things. And he's forty years old. And he's forty. And he years was two hundred pounds about two weeks ago. So he's dropping 30 for his first fight so to make Walter So you know this as, as a fact he's 15 pounds over? Or is this just your opinion? No, this is what I've been reading. From where? From different from sources. Reliable Twitter sources. And, and from Twitter? And from reliable sources. From Twitter being him. posted no, by guys no, like no. MMA Fighting tell and him, shit like that. CB, where have you been reading sources? this? Uh, well, I actually don't read it. What I do is I spider mine myself into the corner <laughs> of, his, of his training well, area. He's taking over. that's where I get to... <laughs> 
and that's where I get to take a look and watch him day by day. I've been wa- I've been watching him every minute. Really? Absolutely. So what do you think? Do you think he's going to make weight? Basically, when he masturbates, I catch it. <laughs> And I use it to plaster myself to the wall so that he doesn't notice that I'm there. So, wait. Did you ever see the end of Aliens? Yes. When they find the people in the cocoon? That's, yeah. that's what I do. I don't under, wait. At CM Punk. Wait, so CM With Punk jerks jizz. off. And, yes, and, and I catch the jizz. <laughs> I let a little drip back into his hand so he thinks that's all he's got. And then I use the rest to plaster myself into the corner of the wall. All right, so <laughs> now that you've been spying... Even in the wall with his jizz, watching CM Punk, is he going to win? Is he looking good? He looks terrible. Really? Yes. What does he need to work on? Well, the first thing he does, he keeps doing all these flying jumps off the top of the fucking octagon. It's so bizarre. Everyone keeps telling him, you can't do that in this league. And he keeps saying, how am I supposed to hit him with this ladder if I can't get on top of the octagon? All right. So then I'm teaching him double legs or single legs or anything? Yes. They taught him a double leg, uh, how to take him out with a chair. (laughs) (laughs) How to take it out with a chair. This so, is the longest piss of my life. So, do you, so you're up. planning, do you think he's going to hit him with a chair? any analysis work without having him <laughs> jump in? First of all, fucking, like, do I anal- have a role here? Should I just let him take over for Nobody me? has better analysis than the kind of analysis you get when you're plastered to CM Punk's wall by his own jizz. Alright, so CM Punk jerks off, you catch it, you're in the wall. Now, has he beaten anyone in sparring? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Even this joke is, do- go with Connor. Me and CM Punk? Listen, I he, had Hulk, even fucking he was say sparring with Hulk Hogan yes. for well over a week. They never made contact. <laughs> it was very productive. No. But I'll tell you what, there were a lot of knockouts. Now, who won, him or Hulk Hogan? Hogan. How, but how, that, how, was what, that was because that's what the script I'm said. Taking an, <laughs> I'm taking an indefinite leave from the podcast. Let me know when he's done impersonating me, and I'll come back and play my actual role. Oh, come on. Stop being a puss. Yeah, okay. plus you have no life outside of this. <laughs> Trust me, I do. <laughs> I read your tweets. You got nothing. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. Every, everyone loves it. No, that. your analysis yeah, is Yeah, everyone loves it. I just want to fucking, like, at you- some point be taken seriously. Because I, I have, like, the fucking... I am here to be somewhat of an analyst or fight. Yeah, but you get fucked with and I get fucked with and Greg gets fucked with. And you Bubba get fucked, gets fucked with? with? No, Bubba don't yeah. get fucked You've with. You've been fucked with <laughs> no. twice in all the shows I've ever been That's with. That's not true. I was two. fucking with him earlier in this show. He, he I said twice. Him. This one and the one where Hanato <laughs> called him out because he said something bad about Tyron. And then we got Tyron on the phone. fuck with me, what happens? I take it and I go, okay, great. You've been you getting fucked with you, your You do get a little sensitive. You should have seen He said something about Tyron on the last episode and then Hanato called him out for it when we were on the phone with oh, Tyron. Oh, he, he yeah. can't say that, Poha. Yeah. That's no, funny. I'm not against the fucking impersonation. And yeah, I'm you not, are. You just said that you're not going to come back anymore before you keep doing it. Because I don't, I don't, he can take my role. That's fine. Uh, well, he, he does a better job at it than Stevie, me. Stevie, why do you like not being, uh, how can you not like being made fun of so much? Listen, I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be made fun of, okay? I need to be taken. This is what I keep telling my parents. <laughs> right? You need to take... Listen, just because I live here and I'm 32 years old okay. doesn't mean I have to pay rent. I'm still your child, okay? And I tell them, take me seriously, okay? I'm waiting for you to die, and I just want to be here when it happens. Wow. Okay. All right. That's uh, that's good analysis. Okay, so Overeem versus Stipe. Uh, CB, who wins? Travis Brown and Fabrizio Verdun. Uh, Travis Brown for Doom. I, th- I think Verdun wins all the all day yes, long. Sir. Right, however way he wants. Yeah. I saw um I saw him training for the last 
four weeks. And he looks good, man. And he, I mean, he looks mean. Plus like, the fact he's fighting Travis Brown instead like, of Ben Rothwell. He's like mean. Like, you think Rothwell would have been much harder? He's fucking oh, partners fuck up. yeah. Like mean. Definitely. Anybody <laughs> yeah. who he's a mean dude. Come on, Travis Brown and <laughs> Travis <laughs> Brown <laughs> plus GFC equals loss. Yeah, that's true. Has he, has he won yet on GFC? No. Kane beat the shit out of him. I bumped into Verdun while we were sparring the other day, and he spinning back kicked me in the neck. <laughs> really? What? <laughs> hey, he was like, move. Wait, why were you sparring with Verdun? I wasn't sparring with Verdun. I was sparring with someone else, and, <laughs> and, and we bumped into and each other. And a phantom spinning head kick. Like, just, and- just straight reaction, just straight spinning. Ba- someone bumped him. He's spinning back kicked. And it landed on my neck. <laughs> Wait, like like six, I mean, that feels great. But no, he's like no, six five. Yeah. How did his foot land on your neck? Because he was thinking he was going to hit someone in the chest. <laughs> being six five and me only five seven and oh, a half, so. it was aimed. Did he apologize or no? He said, "Don't touch me." <laughs> <laughs> really? No, it's all fun again. No, he was he was joking, but it, I mean, it didn't it didn't land me flush. It didn't knock me out. It didn't hurt me. Which and he did say, "Don't touch no, me." I no. wanted to ask yeah. you specifically about me. Fabrizio. Yeah. He showed up to Bellator. He was there for maybe twenty minutes, and then he left. Yeah. What? Was he picking up ch- coke? <laughs> Duh. Have you ever not had a drop off? No. Uh, he, he he came. Cordero was there. He came. Show me some. Show Machida some love. Show me some love. Came in our locker room. Gave me a little advice. And then oh my god, know, Machida looks just like Machida. Like <laughs> his, his Machida, fighting style. Machida looks like Machida. Just like like a smaller version. Yeah, and he's older too. Yeah. Is he older? He's older than the bigger he, version. Is he really? Yeah. Because he's smaller. So just but the same faints. The same, yeah. And he makes the same faces yeah. now, that his brother He, got, he got back to the hotel after the fight. It was probably about 12.31, Chinzo. And his friend who was with him was like, he's shit-faced. He had one beer, and he broke his hand in the fight. He was on another level of drunk, and it was absolutely after hilarious. After one beer? After one beer. Wow. Mm. His awesome. blood was probably a little thin. That was a great story. Great. Now, uh, now, 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 Bubba, you went... I was waiting at the so hotel for Bubba, but Well, what happened was I, I decided that was my opportunity to take advantage of him. No, I didn't come back. No. I said, and, and everyone loves a good, tight little Asian ass. <laughs> so... I got I got a little Machita on me though. I think he's Brazilian, not Asian. Whatever. No. Now, There's a little bit of a difference. Now, now, Bubba, no, he's both. You went from, uh, when body, you're Machita, he's Bubba, both. You went from yeah. the body shop where he's Japanese uh, Brazilian. He's both. Okay. Now, now you you were arguably the best fighter at the at the, at the body shop. Uh, you're kind of like the big guy in the room. Now going to Kings where you're not. What's the difference been like? Man, they had another pace. They they're you know just their regular practice and combinations and stuff are are different. You know like. I mean, they're doing combinations and, and striking each other back and forth when, like, when you're working on your move of striking, like, so say Cordero gives you a five-punch combination. When you're working on your five-punch combination, the other guy is working on his five-punch reply combination of defense with strikes. So you have to, like, always be fundamentally sound. So you can't just throw a jab and think about your second punch or your third punch on a combination with, like, holding your hands down and stuff like that because the other guy's absolutely answering and doing what he's supposed to do. So it's just at another level of, like, always – it's almost – it feels like we're always sparring in a sense because – not in a bad way, but in a sense of like you have to like keep your hands up the whole entire time. You have to make sure that you're striking and looking to you know do the right things as far as you know kickboxing Muay Thai goes. And you know I haven't been there for their, their wrestling and their jiu-jitsu classes just because I wasn't working on that stuff for my camp. But 
I mean, it's just another level. And the sparring is, you know, the sparring is real. <laughs> like, you know, it's fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you might want to sign a contract before you get on the mat. Like, they're, they're, you know, it's, it's one day. They don't spar every day, but it's one day on Friday of yeah. good, like, what'd you learn all week, motherfucker? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I hope you ain't been bullshitting since Monday because it's go time kind of thing, you know? Now, you haven't been uh, concussed during sparring yet, have you? No, I've never been concussed. Ever? Football. Wow, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, what else we got on the card? You got the main event where uh, Stipe demolishes oh, 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 We didn't say who's going to win the CM Punk fight. I think uh, Mickey Gall wins first round. Uh, you? Uh, well, yeah, Mickey Gall. I mean, if they're if he's allowed to fight because he's an actual fighter. Baba, I'm going to say the fans win. What do you mean? Because they've been waiting for so fucking long to watch him get his ass whooped. Yeah, <laughs> that no when it happens, they're going to be like, finally. And by the way, somebody tweeted me. Uh, that after CM Punk gets finished, and I'll announce this now, there's a 90% off sale at CB Gold's Gold Gold. <laughs> and no, we don't take that silver shit. Don't even no. bring that silver shit. And the in main here. event, which is uh, Stipe's pure demolition of Alistair Overeem. Yeah, I think Stipe wins this fight. Although Overeem is a very live underdog. If he's isn't is he underdog? Yeah. I mean, Overeem could win this fight. Uh, he's got he's got the power. He's got the skills. But I think Stipe is too young, uh, too good, too good of a wrestler, too good of a boxer. And also has never done steroids before. I think that's also, I think Overeem, the fact that he's been busted with this and that and, you know, right? I mean, he was taking stuff or he wasn't taking stuff. It was Alistair? Kind of, yeah. Oh, he was a 24 to 1 fucking testosterone yeah. and ratio. And I think that mentally, he, he doesn't, that really has screwed him up because you don't know which all-star is going to show up. Either he's going to be a world beater or he's going to crumble. And, you know, I think because of that, I think Steve has got this. You? I'd go with that. Bubba? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Steve All day long? No, I got over ring. Actually, I got to say, the thing, you know what, analysis is so funny with heavyweight fights because they have so much power. All the analysis in the world flies out the window the second someone just lands one good shot yeah. to the fucking chin. Because they have so much power, it can change. Uh, it doesn't, everything you just said could be a thousand percent right for the first four and a half minutes of the first round, and then Alistair Overeem, whip app, and it's over. Especially with the heavy whip app. Yeah, but I think Stipe's yeah, whip app. Stipe's chin is W H A B A P P P. Whip app. Stipe's chin is way better than Alistair's chin. Alistair's been tested for a lot of years. Stipe. Hasn't had anywhere near as many fights, and there's only been, I think the only guy to finish Stipe was... Uh, Stefan Struve. Was, yeah, he was Stefan Struve. I mean, that sweet, sweet Struve. <laughs> I, think, I think Stipe can one-shot KO Alistair. I think Alistair would take a few to put Stipe Doesn't away. mean it can't happen. I mean, no. In these, in these heavyweight fights, yeah, I think more every, than any other division, the heavyweight is that one... Except for the women's division now. It seems like the heavyweight division, every two fights, it's like they can't... Keep on to the belt, and the 135 women's division is now since oh, Ronda yeah. lost is like every it changes hands every single fight. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think more than not, I. Uh, by the way, we're gonna, we're gonna call someone right now, Bilal Muhammad, who uh, I'll leave. Why? Come on, uh, he doesn't like me. There is some kind of beef. Actually, Greg, you you could take over for me during no, this no, interview. No, no, no. I think this is the one you should have. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say a fucking word. No, no, no. I, I really you don't want me to get you in trouble with this guy, do you? Uh, Bilal, I'm already in enough. Okay, then I'll handle. Bilal had just had a great fight against Alan Juban. Very, very close fight. Uh, it's all right. Oh, Alan Juban still wins the the looks fight. 
Alan won yeah. the fight. Adam Hunter close. got duped. Where's the meat? Why? What did they send you with? What did they get? I said turkey. There's no meat in it. No, it should be under the tomatoes. I said Italian. I, I, I said that Italian. And they gave you a nothing. They gave you Veggie Delight. Uh, I think you got somebody else's sandwich or something. No. And that's white bread. That isn't even wheat bread. Uh, sorry, man. I, I said exactly <laughs> what you told well, me. Well, how far is Subway? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far. Should I, I walk down God, there now? I, I said Italian. So I don't have to be on this interview? No, no. We're talking well, about... Well, you know, on the upside, they're probably used to black people complaining. By the way, <laughs> by the way, Bilal... <laughs> <laughs> Bilal is also CM Punk's training partner, and he claims CM beats Ben Askren in wrestling, and he beats Pettis in sparring. Yeah, you know, he's smoking wheat, and I'll tell that, <laughs> I'll tell him that to his face. I said that, and he's pissed at me now. <laughs> oh, so on. I'll let you, if he answers the phone, I'll let you do that. Look, he's ducking me already. <laughs> this guy, I knew it. Oh, what a pussy! On. You can tell he's. This guy is CM not, Punk's wait, partner. I thought he's yeah, not showing up again. Yeah, yeah. I thought CM only won one gym fight. So how did he beat Ben Askren and Anthony Pettis? I'm just telling you what he said. I'm, and did you, by the way, did you guys see the video that I retweeted of CM Punk getting a rear naked choke on a guy with no hooks in? No. And the guy tapped. It was really? like a fucking reverse side control rear naked choke. He had zero hooks in, and the dude finally tapped. And he feels accomplished from that. I'm like, really? Just turn. <laughs> well, may. Uh, Bilal Muhammad, how's it going? It's Adam Hunter. Hi, what's up, man? How's it going? How are you? So, listen, uh, that was it. I'm here with Bubba Jenkins, CB Gold, your favorite person, as well as the Greg Wilson. Hey, man. Uh, you had an amazing fight against Alan Juban. I think that was fight of the night, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, so you want an extra $50,000? Or you, know, you wouldn't win, you earned? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a bad time to change. Yeah. Now, now that was your first loss. Uh, it was a great fight. You showed some heart, some chin. Now, what did you learn from that? Uh, I learned a lot about myself. I learned that I'm able to, uh, how I'm going to react in a fight if I ever get rocked. Uh, I learned to stay uh, calm under pressure and uh, just be smart in there. I was able to uh, get my feedback under me when I got rocked and uh, still finish the fight strong. Uh, sure started a lot earlier. So uh, this next fight will be a lot different. It was a great, it was a great fight. Now, who are you fighting next? Uh, Dodger Montano. Dodger Montano. Oh, Augusto Montano. Yeah. Nice. Now, that when is that fight? fight? That's uh, next week. That's next uh, Saturday, seventeenth. Saturday, seventeenth. All right. And and uh, where is it? That one's in uh, Hidalgo, Texas. Texas. Nice, nice, nice. Now. That's the Michael Johnson Dustin Poirier card. Yeah, that's a good card. I can't wait for that fight. Uh, now you took off for Ramadan, right? Uh, did I take off for Ramadan? Yeah. No, I didn't take off. I was still training. Oh, because somebody said that you you were like observing Ramadan and then you didn't eat, or it was like some, you, you you were like fasting through it. And I was like, wow. Yeah, I was fasting through camp. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be really hard to fast through a training camp. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was hard, but, uh, it, like, helped you mentally, it helped you mentally prepare for it, like, I mean, I was going to two to two to three packs a day, not having water or uh, eating, so, I mean, you learn a lot about stuff, you get tougher, uh, mentally and physically doing that, so, I mean, in the end, uh, it, I don't think it really affected me, I was still the same, uh, still in great shape, and, uh, still performed, uh, decent. I mean, you gotta be, I, I can't even imagine how hard that must be to have to fast while training, right, Bubba? No, I, I, I disagree, only because, like, your last couple weeks anyways, 
not drinking much water and not eating and it's it's like you're fasting <laughs> when you're cutting weight you are fasting you know what i mean so he was doing it for religious reasons and i i can definitely understand that i fast some of the times so like at a time right right now where i where i i'm not supposed to be giving up food because I, I can eat and do whatever i want it's a sacrifice that i make so i i i fast but during a camp i'm already depriving myself of the food that i want and already the drinks that i want and there's sometimes where in the last couple of weeks you don't eat or drink so i to me fasting is dieting is right yeah but at you least know. you have the option though like you want to yeah. like, he, he, he like can't yeah that's that's, that's for religious reasons yeah i give you a lot of credit man a lot of credit uh now i think you're a great fighter you seem like a nice guy but i think you do lie okay here's why Bilal. last time you were on the podcast you told us that cm punk beat ben Askren in wrestling and beat Anthony Pettis in striking in practice. Why did I lie about that? Now, so whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Ain't no way. And I know Ben Askren. I wrestled with Ben Askren. He coached me to a national championship. I'm, I'm a wrestler myself. Ain't no fucking way CM Punk is beating Ben Askren in wrestling. I can tell you that right now. I don't know. What do you guys consider beating? Do you consider getting one takedown in a round? Beating? I don't know. Wins uh, go back and forth in the uh, practice room. Anybody beats anybody. So you're telling me that CM Punk continuously took down Ben Askren in <laughs> wrestling? I didn't say continuously. I mean, he had a couple takedowns in there. A couple takedowns on Ben Askren? Yeah. Bubba? Now, I can I can I can believe a little bit of that, you know, uh, a couple of takedowns while you're sparring and stuff like that. I'm thinking, okay, that they're like no gloves on, and we're at a grappling jujitsu wrestling practice, and CM Punk is just wrapping Ben Askren up. That's in my head, like he's beating Ben Askren. Not that Ben Askren's working on his jab and his cross, and CM Punk's ducking out of the way and taking Askren down, kind of thing. Now did, did Ben now did Ben know he was sparring, or he was like walking away getting something to eat, and CM Punk. <laughs> I took him down. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, it was very fine, man. I'm telling you guys, you guys are going to be surprised Saturday. Uh, just prepare for uh, see a, a guy that you guys didn't expect. Now, 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 okay, so that Ben Askren, now Anthony Pettis, him and CM Punk are, are they're doing stand-up, and CM Punk's getting the better of Anthony Pettis? And like I said, rounds go back and forth in the gym. I can't give out everybody's secret, but he got a special move that he does. A bunch of moves. So are these moves legal, or, or is he off? The, is, is he using chairs? Is He's coming turn, off the top of the octagon? Is like, there a turnbuckle involved? All right, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you guys are gonna see it Saturday. No, man. no, look, watch, watch what he does. Look, but, uh, no, trust me. No, I believe that you know. I, honestly, the way he has been training and the pressure that's been on him, it only makes him a better mindset, a better fighter to you know have to come out and not be this fake wrestler that he's been so i can see that him coming out and he's gonna have some talent he's gonna have some things to work on it's not like we're gonna watch kimbo slice fight doo-doo 2000 you know what i mean yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not gonna be like that but i don't believe that he is winning rounds unless pettis allows him to do it or i don't believe that he's taking down Askren at will only because I know these guys. I know what fighting's about. And if he's getting takedowns, I can understand it. But, like, him being this world beater, I think he's going to be tough. I think he's going to have a lot of pressure. But, like, the Askren shit, I, I guarantee we get Askren on the phone right now. He says something different. So, Bilal, has he beaten you in sparring? 
<laughs> We've gone back and forth. He's rocked me a couple of times. He's rocked you like he had you almost out? Yeah, a couple of times, man. He gets hard. Man, how much is he paying you for this? <laughs> <laughs> he gave him the I WWE World Heavyweight Championship. What? <laughs> he gave him the WWE I Championship belt. Now, all right. Now, all right. Now, all right. Has he sparred with Cain Velasquez and has he beaten him? <laughs> nah, man. Cain Velasquez is AKA, man. We're a roof of sport. All right. That's a good point. All right. Now, uh, I don't know. I don't, now, according to our, our, our sources here at the podcast, he is uh, 15 pounds over right now. And uh, is, that, is that true? Uh, 15 pounds sounds about right. It's not that big. Uh, you got to think because he's. Uh, you overhydrate yourself with water the week of just uh, so you can cut it out at the end. Yeah, but it's Tuesday and the fight's weight. Saturday. You know, I mean, he, he, so he has four days to lose 15 pounds? Yeah, but it's not losing 15 pounds. It's cutting it. You can go to the sauna for like 30 minutes and lose 10 pounds. It's not, it's not a big deal. Uh, uh, Bubba? No, I agree with that. Yeah, if he's hydrated. I, I, re- I really don't fear you know, him being overweight 15 pounds a week of. Like, that's, that's CB, why are you laughing? Anything. That's got nothing to do with it. Why are you laughing, CB? I'm just excited for CM Punk's fight. Just everything about this whole thing with it's all the, the best of both worlds. Now, for him. now, now, yeah, now, Bilal, this, is, this is the meaning of like. Now, Bilal, my we like you, life. Bilal. You're a nice guy. You're a friend of the show. Uh, CB has an issue with CM Punk because CB's a graffer. Uh, he's really? he belongs to this elite graphing. Really now, now, CM Punk uh, was in Vegas, and there was a kid in a wheelchair who asked CM Punk for an autograph. And he said, "No, I don't do selfies." And pushed. How, and pushed how do you get a selfie autograph? Since you've already fucked no, no, up okay, the story. Okay, okay, what happened? He asked for a photo at the weigh-ins, and unfortunately, my friend is crippled in a wheelchair, cannot function, cannot use his hands to function a phone. He asked CM Punk to take the selfie, and he said, "I don't do selfies," and walked off. Wow. Uh, is this just living no up to way, his last I don't name? Believe that, man. What Bilal says that didn't happen. That doesn't sound like him. Nah, this is the coolest guy I ever met. Hmm. I, I fortunately, I was there. Really? And I saw it. Uh, it made me very men sad. Men lie, women lie. Handicaps do not. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I saw it happen. I was masturbating at the time uh, because CM was so close, and uh, I like to masturbate and rub his shoulders with my with my jizz. And uh, and he, he definitely he, he definitely it happened. And I I got I, and I tell you why I know that for sure because I immediately lost my boner. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry that you lost your boner, TB. Now, uh, Bilal. Hello. Yo. So, all right. So, uh, all right. So, you got a fight coming up. Okay. Your fights are exciting as hell. We're not going to get punched as much this one, right? No, no, definitely not, man. I'm looking for an early finish in this one. Early finish. I, th- I think he finishes uh, Montano. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bilal's going to be way too much for him. Bilal's a beast, man. I, you know, I, w- I was following you back when you were in Titan, and then I was, I was really happy for you when, 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 when you got into the UFC. And you know, Alan's a really good friend of mine. That was a great fight. And I got to tell you, man, most people that got dropped three times in the first round would have been like, called it a night. You just kept coming. You're Don't like, give my ref. Boy, no kidding. Some people would love to be able to get dropped three times. <laughs> I mean, dude, you're like, a, you're, you're like the. Uh, the fucking Terminator, man. I, I, I would hate to fight you. You're on my list of people that you never want to fight because you just, don't, you just don't stop, dude. You just keep going and going and going. I give you a lot of credit, man. 
Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it was it was it was, it was yeah, good no. to watch. I, I was like, fuck, like this dude. He, got, I mean, Alan kicked you in the head. Anybody else got kicked in the head like that, that fight would have been over. It's like you didn't even know the fight was over. Yeah, and and then, uh, <laughs> but this dude just kept going. I mean, if that was a five round fight, I mean, the crew was crazy. I, I give you a lot of credit, man. Did did you get laid at all in Vegas afterwards or no? Yeah, man, I stayed a little bit. I stayed a couple uh, the weekend down there. We uh, had a little fun. Nice. Now, when you're fasting, could you not eat vagina too or no? It's no shellfish. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, man. <laughs> no, seriously, that's, that's, that's a legit question. Are you allowed to eat vagina? <laughs> no, man, no, uh, no, uh, no blood products. No, no, he said no gluten products. I don't know if vagina was gluten. <laughs> uh, no, there's some yeast down there. Yes. <laughs> So it's not gluten free. Oh, well, listen, Bilal. So CM Punk, you think is going to win this Saturday night? What's your What's your prediction? I uh, I think he finishes him within the first two rounds. Finishes him. Now, what about Mickey Gall's power? What about the fact that he's really he's like a a, a brown belt or a black His power? Belt? Mickey, I didn't show anything. He only got, he got like two fights. He knocked out Michael Have Jackson in one round. Michael Jackson's a reporter. <laughs> What'd you say? He's a reporter. He doesn't even fight. He was a reporter, Michael Jackson. I will, I will give you... He did go to press row right after the loss. He's like, well, I guess it's time to cover the rest of the fights. That's how they put me first. Then he interviewed himself. Yeah, he now, could write his own story. I thought I was doing well. <laughs> now, seriously, okay. But Mickey Gall is a beast. He's a young kid. CM Punk is 40 years old. He's losing 15 pounds this week. Uh, but according to you, his main training partner, he beats Ben Askren in wrestling and holds his own against Anthony Pettis. I think he wins this fight. CM Punk. Yeah, I think CM Punk wins this fight. You just said he, he wasn't going to win <laughs> 20 minutes ago. No, I said the fans And the fans would. How does, and how does he beat Mickey Gall? Like he said, he beats him stand up and takes him down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, no I, I, honestly, all jokes aside, even with his partner on the, on the line, I think, that, I think that he wins. Okay? I don't know how great Mickey Gall is or what he can do, but he's, got, he's training with the right people as far as... No, after he wins, does he call out B. Brian Blair? Or no? <laughs> that was for me. All right, so. What? This <laughs> is funny. Maybe funny. Brock Lesnar? No, no, listen, not B. Brian Blair. No, but Kevin Lee, according to, Kevin, according to other people, uh, their, their sources are saying that he's not looking that good in training. Other, now, I heard he was 1 in 15 in gym fights. Is that true? And gym fights? What's a gym fight? They said, like, they had the smokers. They had they, where he went up against pros in simulated fights, and he was one in fifteen. No, nah, he was one in fifteen. He held his own. I'm telling you, man. You got to think about it. He's one of them guys that shines in our life. Mickey Gall's never been like CM Punk's been in stadiums where he's had like fifty thousand people watching him. It may have been wrestling, but I yeah, mean, but there's still a under light. Still performing <laughs> under light. Yeah, right now he's Larry the Cable the guy. I wouldn't put him. In. He, that's gonna be he's gonna be calm under it. Mickey Gall's a freaking the two and old dude. He's a scrub. I don't know. He's only at the spot because he called him out on his TV show. But I think he's going to end up getting rocked. All right. Good. Listen, Bilal, uh, why don't we make a bet? Let's, let's make a bet. Uh, I'll see you in Ve- – I'm going to see you one time in Vegas, right? Uh, if I win, if Mickey Gall wins, you owe me on the spot 50 push-ups. And if I win, I owe you 50 push-ups. Deal? Ah, right, you got a deal. All right, deal. Just don't ever let Adam go get you Subway. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, we'll talk about that later. Making a joke that no one's going to get. Okay. Uh, 
Now, uh, I honestly, wait a second. I honestly believe CM Punk is going to win because he's the only one that's going to use a bag of pennies. <laughs> no, but um, didn't you didn't you have a deal with Bilal and Steve Carl back when they fought that no. whoever won that uh, they would buy the the loser would buy you a lap dance or the winner would buy oh, does yeah, Bilal owe Bob. you a lap dance? No, Bilal won. So Steve Carl owes you a lap dance. Steve, Steve Carl owes Bilal a lap dance. And at, at, you at, threw at, yourself but. in there, I remember. Uh, somehow. Anyway, listen, <laughs> Bilal. Yeah, man, yeah, I definitely called that fight wrong too, man. Every single one of you guys is picking Steve Carl. So. No, I didn't call I that. No, this dude did. CB Gold, <laughs> CB Gold called that fight wrong, right? Not me. What? Steve you picked Carl Steve Carl. Fight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> that was fun. Listen, uh, thank you very much, Bilal Muhammad, uh, rising star in the UFC. Look forward to your next fight. Kick some ass, buddy. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Take care. All right, that was Bilal Muhammad. Yo, let's talk about your exing strategy. He's never coming back again. On the phone calls. <laughs> Why? Hey, well, this, I was, this was just real quick. I was talking to Adam night before the fight, maybe. <laughs> Two days before the fight, and we're having a, a great conversation, you know, like like me and Adam have. Sure. And you know, we get towards you know the blind spot or the dead spot in the conversation, and Adam hits me with the MMA roasted exit line. <laughs> All right, so listen, uh, make sure you kick it's, ass. Yeah, but did he actually I'm stop like, the recording? No, I stopped. I'm like, yo, are you giving me the MMA roasted conference exit line? Like, are you getting off the phone with me? Like, I'm some fucking conference call. He's like, no, no, well, okay, all right. Now, listen, I like you a lot. You have a great fight. You're going to do well. Kick you out. my future. I'm a big fan. You're a rising star. Can Bella I tell you, I've done that to my fiance before. We're like, I'm distracted, but we're on the phone. I'll be like, okay, great. Talk soon. Yeah. And she's like, talk soon? I, I do that when I'm next to her, like in like bed after sex. She wants to keep talking. I'm like, all right, listen, uh, you're, you're, you're a great fiance. That was a great uh, performance. Yeah, a great performance. I think you've got a lot in front of you. Thank you for your keys listening. are on the dresser. I watch all your fights. You know, yeah. I'm going to watch this next one. Good luck out there. I'm I like, like, yeah, I don't. like, I haven't think he's a nice guy, Bilal. I think he's a, but I, I don't know if he's telling the truth. I just, I just love that I wasn't the only one thinking that CM Punk getting better of Ben Askren, and then Bubba said it, said it too, and then he was like, "Well, you know, um, he landed a few takedowns," and you're like, "Well, what was that when he was going to the bathroom?" There's like, no way that he's beating him in wrestling, like. And maybe maybe even, if you hit him with like a fucking I, I fireman's carry or no. not even no. not even you're going Death get, Valley driver Tombstone pile driver no I don't know what that is. there's not a fake move in wrestling that's going to beat Askren I can tell you right now there's real <laughs> ones that don't get him <laughs> so let alone the pile yeah. screwdriver whatever you're calling it but listen like the Bahama breeze know, wouldn't work I know how great Askren is this is a four time NCAA finalist like yeah. you're not you're not. You know, he only allows you things. There is nothing you're doing right. to him that he's not allowing. You yeah. know, okay, I shut down 12 of his 15 takedowns. The last three were into the round, and I want him to, like, work. That's the type of takedowns he's getting. Not yeah. like, oh, here comes this power drive double leg, and he just blasted Askren through the cage. I think that, that's not fucking happening. I don't care he, what he so says. What, but why would Bilal say this? Because everyone else who trains with him, they either don't comment or they go, yeah, you know, he, he's working hard. Or they give you some kind of generic Because he wants free tickets to fucking <laughs> SummerSlam next year. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck about us. He's just cheering him on right now. So when he goes back to wrestling, he'll be like, hey, remember where I held you up when you were I said you were taking out Askren. He also validated that CM's pretty overweight right now, but then tried to, like, you know, cover it up like it's okay and whatever. I mean, 
But you don't think that's like telling like like your friend who has no shot with the hot chick, like, dude, go ask her out when you know he's gonna get shut down. It, like, well, maybe that's, that's part of the maybe that's <laughs> part of the entertainment. There, exactly. The, the, the thing is, I think while training with him, he just he may not believe that he's the world champion, but he does believe he can beat Mikey Gall, and that's the whole part about yeah. it. And I think yeah. like one of the he things, may not believe well, yeah, that yo, that hot he he'd be able to have sex with that hot chick, but he might believe that the hot chick will give him a hug or maybe give him a fake phone number. Right. I also all, think it's like, you know, uh, Bilal could be like, CM, you got this. You're going to go out there and win and blah, blah, blah. And then if he loses, he's like, oh, man, I thought you were going to do better. Like, I don't know. You're just trying to, like, hype up your teammate. No, or- it seemed clear he, did, he doesn't think anything of Mickey Gall. He thinks Mickey Gall is, you know, Trash. yeah, he's Buns. a fucking uh, valet. Garbolo juice. Yeah, they just grab to throw against him. So he, that's what he thinks. I think that's what it is. More than Gall. he thinks that, that, you know, he thinks that obviously CM Punk is a natural athlete and he's getting all this work done. And he doesn't, he thinks Mickey Gall's nothing. And, you yeah. know, there's a lot of people that have thought that about, like, you know, debuting fighters or new fighters or whatever it was. And you look at some guys and they take a shit later in their career. Or you look at Mickey Gall could be one of those guys where everybody's like, oh, he's a slouch. And, oh, he's fighting CM Punk. It's a joke. And then two, three years from now, he could be welterweight champion well, of the world. I mean, Mickey Gall is in, like... Well, it's not the women's division. He's in, like, the best, worst <laughs> okay, case five scenario. Years. Because, <laughs> I don't care. Look, Mickey Gall, on one hand, it's great because all eyes on him. He went from... Like being two and zero as a pro to now, all of a sudden he's he's on the the third to the main card on UFC. What is it, two hundred three? So he got that the, because of who he's fighting. At the, I know. At the same time, if he doesn't go out and just murder CM, if, it's, if this goes to the second round, it's going to look pretty or bad. Or third round, it, it it's not going to look good for Mickey Gall. No, he has to all. win in one round. No, uh, no, everyone knows that he's only got two fights. They're not or, expecting him to be this world beater. I think, people are, he, I think even, people are expecting But even if he goes to decision, if he no, just dominates the shit out of them. Three fights to an amateur is, is nothing. If, you, if this is your third fight and you're fighting an amateur, I understand it. it's for the UFC, but let's not forget who these guys are. These guys, between them, only have three fights. You have that many fights. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have two fights. No, C- yeah, CM has zero fights. Okay, yeah. two fights. My fa- I have lied about even, having several fights. Even, <laughs> even worse. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys. My fantasy record. Maybe CM Punk. Three and three. <laughs> maybe CM. <laughs> <laughs> maybe CM Punk has a little of experience in the in the room. Yeah. You know, doing some things, trying some things. This works. This doesn't work. But it's a completely different story out there under real lights. And Mickey Gall has never been on the UFC stage like. Like he's about to be, you know what I'm saying? That anxiety well, that was the is point real. That Bilal was making was at least CM Punk is used to being in fr- performing yes. Yes. in front way of a hundred thousand people. Yeah, way bigger Whereas crowds. Mickey Gall has never, even though he's fought. I don't know. I think, times, I think Mickey he's, Gall. Late, he's never been in front of that many people. Well, first, and that was the point that Bilal fighter, was making. That's right. As a fighter, I would not be expecting Mickey Gall to come out and and be this fucking. Jose Aldo smash. But if he on. loses to CM Punk, he's not getting another shot. In the yeah, UFC. well, that was the role of the script and the way that they read it to begin with, wrote it to begin with. Yeah, he, 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 he ain't supposed to win. Right. Exactly. Like, CM Punk. Like, they're, like, they're trying to bang him. He's, 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 he's Rocky Balboa. He ain't on supposed to win. He's no, he's not because that Rocky Balboa fought Apollo Creed. He's fighting like nobody. No, I'm sorry. He's supposed to lose. He, maybe, or they're saying, I think they're looking at it, look, CM Punk goes out no. and loses this fight, right? It shows you that, res- it shows the wrestling world, all the people like, this no. shit is real, yada, yada, yada. No. Then CM Punk wins, no. and great, we could capitalize on another CM Punk fight. Brock Lesnar just destroyed all of that. 
So it's not it's not about the wrestling world and the MMA because world he combining. he was a real wrestler, Brock Lesnar. He was a real fighter. He's a real athlete. Okay, this guy has zero wrestling, zero karate. He has he's a white belt in jiu-jitsu or maybe a, 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 a blue belt. I mean, granted, oh. I, I heard he's ab- above that, but he's not. He, you know, so he's a jujitsu guy. So he has that going for him. He has zero no, boxing. They, they he has zero too, amateur fighting. They, that he is like a top three pick for the the organization, only because they put so much behind him. He's got so many followers. They're investing in his future, not in his right now. His right now, he has to get past this guy to get to his future. But it ain't about. Showing the world that fighting is no, real. No, because they didn't From give him a, t- a tough the, opponent. No, I mean, it, they gave him a tough uh, opponent. This kid's, I've seen this kid fight. If they really wanted to set CM Punk to win, they could have given him a lot easier guy than Mickey Gall. They, there are guys out there. They could have given yeah. him that guy Michael Jackson. Right, but okay. Michael Jackson didn't win. But, okay, but, but they were going to give him Michael Jackson oh, no, if he won. If, if, Michael, if Mike won that fight, he wasn't getting Punk. It was Mickey Gall's fight only. What was the point of that then? Because <laughs> I think they thought what that was, was going to happen to Mickey Gall. But the thing with like CM, you know, he's going in to fight. He's never fought before. He's fighting. But Mickey hold on. Gall. So if Michael Jackson would have won, they still would have gave it to Mickey Gall. No, they would have had to find a new opponent for CM Punk. Well, that's the stupidest thing ever. It was yeah, yeah it was that. really dumb. See, it was even, really dumb. Even that shows you that the setup for him to win is greater than no. They could have fought a much easier. They could have found a much easier guy to make a goal. It seems that way anyway. It seems like this kid hits hard. This kid's a good grappler. Oh, no, two and zero. Oh, it's hard to find easier than that. Right. I mean, they're looking for as close to. But there were, there were easier fights for Sage Northcutt. But there are easier guys uh, out there that are two and zero with with no stoppages. And there were no easier fights for Sage Northcutt. They could have found a guy with no first guy. The guy that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The Seven Eleven worker. They they could have found a guy with no punching power. And it seems like Mickey Gall has some punching power. There are guys out there with no power, and they could have found a guy like that. At least then. Yeah, but those guys had more experience. Right. They wanted a guy with almost as. But they could have found a guy. They could have found a guy with three and zero, no finishes. And three split decisions. They could have found that. And they didn't. They found a pretty tough guy uh, in Mickey Gall. I think you're giving him a lot of credit. But, like, you Gall? know, it'll be a No, UFC. But, it, yeah. you know, you know <laughs> what I mean? Banking, they're banking. They're hoping that CM Punk is another Brock Lesnar in terms of moving the needle, selling pay-per-views, yep. Yep. having people show exactly. up. Exactly. You know, the, the thing with Mickey Gall, yeah, they found a guy I mean, who's... They already gave him a reality show, and he hasn't had one fight. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had a fight. There's people. There's more people talking shit about him than anything, but if you're talking, you're talking. Exactly. Yeah. It's just great and that's the thing. If talking. he wins, they, they fucking blow it up. That's why he's third fight on a pay-per-view, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, the money is shifting towards CM Punk. No, but I'm talking about money. for the UFC. I mean, he was a, he's a he's, he's a minus he was a minus three twenty five or something. And now he's a minus two fifty. It might be even. People are putting money on Punk. Something is fishy. I don't but know. It, it's, well, it's, people it's, are putting the, money on Punk because there's the big WWE following. And the UFC is is that hoping putting money on Punk. You think? Which is what they're trying to tap into. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, CM Punk on a main card of a pay per view, UFC makes money. Are they truly worried whether CM Punk Phil Brooks wins his first fight? Maybe because they continue to sell, but if they don't give him a guy like Mickey Gall and they gave him you know, a higher-ranked or a better-known welterweight fighter, 
No one's he'd putting get any money on it. He'd they, get it fucking it murdered. They even even a top nobody, 25. They, 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 they can't go with a guy. Exactly. Exactly. So they had so, to get a guy. And Bilal's talking about, you know, well, Mickey Gall's a fucking, he's a nobody. He's that. Would you rather your boy, your friend, CM Punk, fight a top 25 or a top 30 welterweight? No, the, he'd yeah. get murdered. So, yeah, you should be talking about Mickey Gall's a slouch in comparison to what he could have got. Right. Right. They could have brought in it's Matt weird. Riddle. It's a weird Matt Riddle would have destroyed him. But I'm they saying they could have brought Phil Baronian. That would have been a great. Uh, that, but whatever. No, Phil wanted they, that fight. That would have been a sexy fight. Phil would have murdered him within Phil thirty Baronian. seconds. No. They wouldn't have sanctioned it. No. No one would have sanctioned it. No. Yeah. And Phil was talking about. You you remember when CM Punk got announced and like first was like we're gonna find him a fight and then a year later everybody and their mothers throwing their name in the hat. Like, I want that fight. I want that well, fight. Well, Jason I Ellis want wanted that it. That would have been a good fight. Jason Ellis for CM Punk. It's a, it's a fucking sideshow. What and is this right now? It's a sideshow. You know what? At least it's not main eventing. It's not main eventing a pay-per-view. Whereas you look at Kimbo and Dada and Hoist and fucking Ken Shamrock is the two final fights on a Bellator card. Whereas a UFC pay-per-view is being headlined by a former champ facing in a rematch. Hoist watched my Kevin Randleman video and posted it on my Facebook. I saw that. That was pretty cool. And you You saw the heavyweight championship. What's that? When your boy says, yo, I'm at Subway. You want a sandwich? And you're like, like, yeah, bro, I want a sandwich. What kind of sandwich do you want? Yo, grab me an Italian son with some tomatoes, some olives, a little mayo, and some, some pickles. Okay, cool. And then you show up, and he gets you a fucking veggie delight sub. I that, asked that's for pretty cool. I asked for an Italian. No, that's pretty cool. Bro. No, listen, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba, here's what happened. You know what's funny is he got. I feel like they didn't hear the sandwich part. All they heard were the toppings part because that's what you got. Well, he says it isn't even a full sandwich. As soon as he opened it, I was like, "Where's the totally, meat?" He a, says Italian. Anyone who hears Italian does not hear. It. Let me get that veggie delight, dog. I asked for an Italian. Isn't I swear the Italian to God. with you like turkey and, and okay. pepperoni I or swear salami or some on shit. My like life. Italian's got three meats on it. This has no meat. Listen, on it. this I is swear a veggie delight. On my life, this I thing asked- has a worse record than Mickey Gall. <laughs> <laughs> I swear on my life, this is the CM Punk of sandwiches. There's no meat in there. This no is, experience. That could be the greatest analogy you've ever made. That was amazing. <laughs> this sandwich is the Conor McGregor of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> straight, up, straight up Veggie delight dog That's fucking yeah, Next hilarious. time you ask me For a sandwich bro Although I appreciate it I'm just be like You know what I'm good Okay good yeah. I'm good I got I, I had my fix on veggies today Yes <laughs> Of course I asked for Italian That's what they gave me I moved out of my mom's house So I didn't have to eat my veggies <laughs> <laughs> That's too easy for Greg. That's right. Greg I told her. I said, "Mom, I'm not even. I'm done eating these vegetables. You didn't I am. Know what to I do am with moving into the garage. <laughs> that, that you was can't tell me. You. you can't tell me what to do when I live in the garage. See, you gave him the alley oop, and he did not know what to I, do. You know what? <laughs> he, he had that dog look confused, like he just turned his head sideways, like what? When did you, when did you move out of your house? Nine years ago. Hmm. Where do you live Where'd now? Where'd you move back in? <laughs> Nine years ago. Nine, eight, eight years and, and seven months ago. <laughs> eight years, 364 days later. <laughs> He's one of those kids that just packed a suitcase. I'm running and away. Walked, and totally walked to the edge of the block and was like, well, I'm not allowed to cross the street. So it wasn't I guess a suitcase. It was a giant <laughs> stick with that, like... Uh, everything the homeless people carry in old movies <laughs> and he carried I'm it not to the I'm not allowed to cross the street so I better just turn back <laughs> I turn and the I phone off though they'll know they'll learn <laughs>
<laughs> they'll, they'll, be, they'll regret it when where, I'm where gone. Where do you live, by the way? Uh, Sherman Oaks. Oh, nice. Yo, you have like a one bedroom, two bedroom? One bedroom apartment. In the studio. Nice. Studio. <laughs> Y'all know that song. It's a great song. Uh, by who? By Lil Wayne and T Pain. Uh, yeah. Don't do it. What song did you come out to, by the way? I came out to Fever. And I was a little bit pissed because they started in the middle. But I came out to, it was called Fever. The DJ always gets it wrong. He always, always gets started it wrong. at the wrong part. Always gets it it's wrong. It's like, you should the know. The front part, the beginning is why I chose this yeah. song. Yeah. And he came out to like the middle of the rapping. Like no one knows what the guy's talking about at this point. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was it was, it wrong. It was Lecrae and Andy Manillo. It was Fever. If you guys ever get a chance to listen to it, listen to the beginning of it. I mean, even just the chorus of it. I really didn't. Cue it up and use it as our outro. That that, that (laughs) DJ, though, Greg, wasn't as bad as what happened to Rory in the UFC, where somebody was phoning in Rory's walkout music, but it wasn't Rory. And then one of his fights, he came out to We Found Love by Rihanna. No way. I swear to God. There was like, I think it was a, a few fights that Rory was not submitting his own music. Somebody was phoning it in. Or like telling the DJ, this is what I want to come out to. And they thought it was Rory. And then Rory comes out to Rihanna and some other shit. It wasn't like David Michaud. Well, that's Taylor why Swift. he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's pretty upset about that, about the UFC. But wow, you're looking at your next 170 champ in Bellator. Well, listen, that's our podcast today. Anything coming up, Greg? Uh, I'm actually, uh, the workshops are starting back up again. I have my free workshop, uh, right here in Los Angeles, September 13th. So if you want to learn stand up, my free, wor- no, except CB's not invited. Uh, well, I His eyes lit up. I know. There's no section on bloodletting. Uh, no, you can come. You can come, CB. It's a great workshop. You learn a lot about stand up comedy. It's not, uh, one big, and it's, it's very, free. and it's free, 100% free. You just come to it. It's on September 13th. Go I'd to my rather- website, thecomedyinstitute.com for more information. I'd rather listen to the three and a half hour one online because then I could at least stay home. My mom will make me dinner. Well, everyone right. expected that. <laughs> <laughs> Baba, anything coming up? Yeah, I'm going to find some meat for this fucking dinner <laughs> um, when I get home. He's going back to that subway. But no, I'm, I'm just. They're going to be saying. very confused when he walked in for it and he walks back in with He's it. Like, God damn it, that guy's got the most powerful tanning bed in the world. <laughs> 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 No, um, I, I'm just training, man. I'm back at Kings. I'm back with Jacob and uh, helping RDA for his uh, upcoming fight with Ferguson. And you know, I'm just I'm just oh, after nice. the grind. I'm, I'm when focused. is that fight? Um, mm, CB. Oh. That's the uh, yeah. Good call. CB. They're in fight. That's the Mexico City fight. Oh um, yeah, it's gonna be a good card. That's man. a good card. Now, Fuck. now El Kakui does like the craziest shit. Very very unorthodox. Are you yes. doing anything that he's doing to? Yeah, well, everyone, everyone around RDA is right now trying to manipulate. I mean, doing the somersault stuff. Yes, I'm actually worried about RDA for one reason. I saw a video that Dream took him down, <laughs> so I'm a little nervous. Well, Dream is the Conor McGregor of Utah right now. So, <laughs> like, was it, I mean, a ta- it was a takedown. It wasn't a headbutt I mean, to the nuts. Right now, the- Dream would have a hard time fighting off CM Punk right now. Yeah, but oh, he is legit. Yeah. Like CB? my son, did they legit. call you for that fight? Did they like we want no. Dream to fight CM Punk? No, they didn't. Dream said he wanted more money. CB, anything, anything <laughs> uh, I'll be at the Dime Bar tonight, as I am every Tuesday. If you guys don't come out to the Dime Bar, you need to come out to the Dime Bar. Fight last time, remember? 
That was crazy. Dude, that was unreal. Oh, yeah, the, uh... yeah, there was a comic on stage, and like Greg killed it. I, I, I had a great set, this other comic, and then... He started talking about tattoos. Well, some other comic went on, and then like these like 20 black people showed up, and then... Yep! Including... Uh, when the D- black people show up, DJ and, Quick. and do what they did, and ruin DJ, everything. DJ Quick, <laughs> DJ Quick was there. But 20 little blacks showed up. Showed up. Fun. They showed up. Well, DJ Quick was great. Of course there was going to be a fight. But they came but just to go to the bar, and then this comic... This, this comic kept interrupt. This guy kept interrupting the. Well, no, he was stage. talking about the tattoos. Yeah. Because he was like, "Who here has tattoos?" And I raised my hand, and he's like, "Oh, you have a lot." And then he was talking about different tattoos that like look worse in about ten or twenty years. And then one guy was like, "My fucking aunt May or some yeah, shit had a tattoo." And old, you it was like a he slavery was, these routine. Were like 50, these are like fifty-year-old black guys. Yeah. Okay? They were old. They looked like they were in the Buena Vista Social Club. And yeah. she was right. Blind and he starts and... telling this incredibly old kind of uh, you know slappy white. You know, so my, my I swear to God, this is as dead on an impression <laughs> as I could do of the way this guy was doing. He goes, "My blind sister down by the river washing her outfit, and the boys come." <laughs> And she's like, I see you. And I'm like, whoa. Is yeah. This fucking, is this, you know, it was exactly so strange. how it happened. Yeah, we're like, and everyone's like, okay, but he's the one being the racist right now, right? <laughs> like, this is some racist and shit. And the comic did not know how to handle it. He didn't. He actually he handled it pretty well in that he just kept going yeah. and he tried to, like, not over engage him, but just kind of play him off. And the comic after he, him quits. He's he like, could have handled it a lot better. If he would have just fired a few shots at him yeah. and, and returned fire, but instead he let him keep coming. So it was. It, it was. Should have been. But oh, you're not going to get the last word with a black man. No. So, right, well, finally, weird. Yeah. finally, the black guy finally gave up. Finally. Yeah. And so you know he wrote it out. So I gave yeah. him a lot of credit for writing it out. The other comic quit. The comic after him is like, I'm leaving. I'm going to the improv. Totally. The other guy saw it happening and was like, I don't even want to go up. I'm out of here. It was yeah. bad, dude. Even even afterwards, I was telling the bouncer like what happened. He's like, Oh, I wish I was in here. I'm like, that was Yeah, crazy. Kind of us too. Yeah, kind of like that's yeah. when we need you to be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quit. Quit taking walks to get high and maybe actually do your job for a minute? No, but it was... The Don Bar every week is great. You know, last week's show was awesome. The week before that, tonight we got a great lineup. Yeah, thank you. I always look forward to... Are you going on the stage? No. Or are you just marketing it? I'm just... I hang out. I listen to comedians and... I just love comedy. He's going to take my workshop and then maybe he'll try it. So, uh... Tomorrow night, I'm in Dubuque, Iowa. Uh, Dubuque, Dubuque. Iowa, at the Diamond Joe Casino. Uh, This Friday and Saturday, I am in Cedar Rapids at Penguins Comedy Club. Penguins Comedy Club. And then coming up, I Is that one of those ones where, like, they see that you're at the comedy club, so then they call you up and, like, hey, you want to come do our night at the casino, No, the guy books it all together. Oh, okay. Same booker. Uh, And then uh, coming up, I am in... uh, I'm in Fresno at the end of the month. And then uh, El Paso... Uh, as well as uh, I got a bunch of cool dates coming goes up. So far, Cincinnati, Ohio. There's not going to be funny another bone. podcast between no. now and then. He Vegas. Gives us, he gives us his next six months. Like, I am every, every, time. every time. Arizona. Quit hating, fucker. I'm not okay. Hating. I just it just makes no sense. It to does. Me. It does make people sometimes listen to one or two podcasts. I don't go back. You know. Whatever. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So and then uh, as well as Canada. I'm in Canada, Edmonton, Canada. In January, nice. uh, House as, of Comedy, as well as Minnesota, 
House of yeah. Comedy. By the way, I, I talked you up to uh, Captain Brian's. Oh, thank the, you very off much. Off the I Comedy Club. That. No problem, because I, I give people things uh, and don't expect anything in return, especially you three. All right, like, so... Like, so, so um, like Miss Dunn Sandwiches? Yes, Miss Dunn Sandwiches. <laughs> well, call your mom, tell her to make another one. All right, so now listen. Wow. Really? <laughs> yes. So that's my mom's place in the kitchen making well, sandwiches for course, you? But uh, admittedly, she couldn't put meat on that one because there's already cheese. So <laughs> I, We don't keep kosher. <laughs> I, think about I could never keep kosher. That's one of the things. I kill like... bodies on Fridays too. So listen now. Uh, yes. So listen. We are on tip. Thank you for coming. We are so on talk listen. soon. We are on tip. You're a very good fighter. We're on tip of fighter. If you like the podcast, good luck with everything in the future. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm talking. <laughs> Trying to get sponsors for us. All right, tip of fighter. We're on tip of fighter. Tip us if you enjoy the show. Uh, we will gladly be tipped. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. Thank you so much. So listen, we've seen your last fight. Take care. Awesome.